All right. Hello. So we're still on Twitch. I know that I know that we told some people that we would not be on Twitch anymore, but we still are on Twitch. So Twitch, we're sorry. That's why we can blame not having a lot of viewers because they're looking at YouTube. Right <laughs> we tricked that's, them. We have an excuse that's today. that's the excuse. We'll get viewers. We have our couple of regular people to come on. Plus Rob. I'm gonna. I didn't get to have any. I didn't get to add to an advertisement thing this week. Normally, that usually brings them in, but it's fine. It's all good. All right. Anyway, so uh, we are the Initiative Syndicate, and we play Dungeons and Dragons. We're going to play Dungeons and Dragons tonight. Um, we're going to do a, a brief recap because we did not have our Bard Artificer or Bardificer. Bardificer, I like it. <laughs> I've been waiting for like twelve episodes to say that Bardificer. Um, so last session they went and undertook the Azorius challenge um, the Azorius challenge led them into a uh, chamber deep within uh, New Prov the council chambers of basically the entire three branches of government within Ravnica um, there they faced a Sphinx's riddle um, after much debate they did figure it out I was very proud of them. It took them a minute to get there, but they got there. Oh, I feel like it was much confusion, not much debate. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe we're still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was not only a riddle, but there was a riddle within the riddle because I am a jerk. Uh, but they did solve it. Uh, I, I will be happy to send it to you if you want to try to figure it out on your own. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Uh, anyway, so that was basically the bulk of the session was that. Um, at the end of the session, however, Navenna wandered off and uh, had a secret conversation with someone named Danica and asked about someone named Victor. New Um <laughs> New trading thing. <laughs> It was very, uh, it was a very secretive, very brief, very cryptic conversation. Um, and then she went back to bed. And that was pretty much where we ended the session with Aaron's look of just. <laughs> so where are we at now? You guys should be in the hut. We're camped out not far from the. I think uh, we were at the place because we were talking to the guy. Which guy? Last week, the guy oh. who was telling us. Oh yeah, the yeah, yeah. We, did. we we went. We did go to the church because we talked to the. Oh yeah, you yeah. guys talked to Tessa. Yes, that's who it is. That's the one. Okay. Yep. Because yeah, so we got the description. So you guys actually were right outside of the gates to the uh, the entrance into the like little cul-de-sac area of uh, the uh, Orzova. So, Tesa gave you a little bit of information, letting you know that the next challenge would basically be a bank heist. Um, she said that the uh, you could not use violent means to harm any living creatures. I'm out. <laughs> Turn your codpiece cannon to stuff. <laughs> But yes, uh, you cannot use any <laughs> any harmful means to oh get in gosh. by hurting. <laughs> she specifically said living <laughs> things. Yes. And also, she didn't tell you what you had to take. She just said that you had to steal oh something God. from the vault. 
my picture of the door. It's gonna be like it's gonna be like a giant shrimp. That's good stuff. It looks like something else. <laughs> That's why it looks like what's behind the cod pee. The not, cannon. Not the skin. <laughs> the gunpowder. Yeah, the gunpowder and the berries. Go. So <laughs> anywho. Or Zova. Yep. There was <laughs> That's true, right? Church of Deals. What? It's not me, it's him. What did I do? <laughs> so what would uh, you like to do? You guys are outside of Orzova. It is nighttime. It is foggy. It looks spooky. The moon is not quite full. Um, and there is a cloud coverage in in the sky. The air temperature outside feels like a fall evening. It's a little bit cooler than would be normal this time of year um, as you guys are into the earliest parts of summer. You want to go in? I mean, most of my experience is like protecting the vaults, so uh, I, I don't know about breaking into them. Uh, I don't know. I guess we should just try and be as stealthy as possible. Has anybody here ever stolen anything? I mean, I mostly just no. walk into places. Oh. <laughs> I'm mostly just not walk into places, pretend I belong, and run away if people realize what's going on. So I saw her go in there, break everything, and she can fix it on the way out. <laughs> so there's an elephant in the room. We're trying to be stealthy. Rocky. Well, <laughs> are not an elephant. It's an expression. Know. Yeah, I don't know. That's one. <laughs> and number two, I mean, my armor clinks. I don't, I don't know what you want from me. Do you have any lighter armor, maybe? Um, I mean, my fur. It's. Uh, I mean, I can try hey. like stuff. Do we have like like a towel or something? I can stuff it between some of the plates and check one of her pockets. <laughs> True. Yeah. I do Any keep towels? bolts of cloth on me. All right. Well, let's, let's see if we can. <laughs> she does. I've, I feel like, yeah. I've seen her. I've seen her list of things. It's a lot. This is, I think Chris takes it and then he just different. starts wrapping Rocky like a mommy, like going around his legs and working around. Is this what you want to do? <laughs> and that's what we're doing. Go in and go be a big mommy, and you just scare everything. Yeah, you go straight to the vault. Oh. How about that? So, that might work. I, yeah, I mean. Let's see if, what other plans. To make it realistic, we'll just keep your face uncovered. <laughs> um, does anyone else have any ideas? So I have invisibility um, prepared. That won't help with the noise. I might actually have that as well, which would be useful because that means we don't have this very high level spell slots to. I've got the Wanda Wanderers, and it has invisibility yeah. on it too, as you've got seen. The last you do have invisibility. So you only got a one in like. 35 chance of hitting it. It's no big deal. It just turns things blue. (laughs) Yeah. I don't need to be a blue minotaur. But that would be, they might think you're a ghost. All right. He's on to something. The how I cast it'll be fireball. Like, it's gonna be the sorry, pe- Rocky. It's gonna be it's gonna be the petrify one. Yeah, it's like yeah. Whoa. You can't 
fix that. We're, we're, uh, we're out of Gorgon tunes. So. Um, I also have Alter Self, but if I have to talk my way out of anything, I will fail. Yeah, my crystals Miserably. no longer hide. Oh. Yeah, that'd be. The... I kind of became undead. And... That's probably why I need like the sky self for this first Grizz. Going undead made me lose all my crystals. Yeah. I. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's charismatic to probably some people. That's a sexy zombie. Yeah, they're undead. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that at some point, but I think we're a little bit busy. We need it's, it's okay. Maybe another time. <laughs> I also have haste. If someone wants to just run as fast one. as yeah. possible through, grab something, and run away. So we were told we cannot physically hurt people, right? Correct. We can. I got Tasha's hideous laughter. Cannot physically harm any living thing. I'm assuming grapple wouldn't count as harm. It's centered on me. Because the second that you do even one point of damage, you have inflicted harm. But grapple doesn't. Grapple does not. Okay. Yeah. No. Just just like knock him over and give him a big blanket. Yeah, guys. I will grapple them. Hey, hey. I can animate things. I love it when the plan comes together. Just like have a tackle them and burrito them. There's a one. Um. Uh Okay, so you are an Orzov member, but you. Probably have never actually yeah. seen the vault, but you have a general idea of where it's at. That's useful. You know that it's deep under the ground. Okay. It's several layers deep. Now, you've been into the Obzadot chamber for the Ghost Council, and you know that the vault is under that. Ooh, interesting. There's, there's several several oh, layers down we have to go to get to it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I like that. I like an there have been uh, <laughs> legends because you've never seen it, and very few members of the Obs that I do, or I'm sorry, of the Orzov do. Um, most people that see it are trusted tax collectors. I know you guys were not aware that you guys collected taxes, but indeed you do. You collect ties and taxes and debts. And debts. <laughs> these legends, would you say they're of the hidden temple? Um, no. Dang. The legends, though, have also said that the vault may actually be in the chamber of the Obsidian. As in, they may be one in the same. Let's say we do what we do <clears throat> best. Well, we can't hurt anything. Okay. I said we just quit now. <laughs> I mean, well, that is an option. <laughs> now, I, I, uh, there is that other option. We buy Madame Madrid and take take them out, take the That's vision. true. That, but we can always play. What? We can take somebody else's? We can. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm, because I've heard for that option. Well, we don't know how far along they are with Rakdos. They could be done and heading back now. It could be, yeah. Is that their so, last? That's their assume, last one? Assuming that guy wasn't assume, lying to yes, us. Yes, of course. Assuming that guy wasn't lying. Well, Tace is a girl. No, 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 the other guy. The, 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 the what was his name? The, the demon guy. It was the demon guy that tripped the, the, the Cambion. He, yeah, Cambion. He's, he's the, the one that told us that. Cambion. He, he's the one that Did he give you guys his name? So. No, his name was not Bob. Uh, I think it was Jeff and the G. It was G-off. definitely not. I don't think he did. Joel. 
Yeah, I don't think we asked him. I don't think we asked him. His name was Copperhead. Also the name of the bar. Makes sense. Down Copperhead Road. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot that in the recap. They had a whole thing where they ran into a Cambian who was ca causing an illusion restaurant that wasn't even there. Yeah, but he cooked a good bear steak. And I bet they got more customers than we did at Rocky. Uh, <laughs> way more. I mean, they were everything was over. Yeah, when everything was over, I was just in the middle. <clears throat> shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even the restrooms were actually. Shit. So I'm just going for home. You were like, like I, come on, that was that was funny. That was cool. Giving birth to a pound of fun. I was so proud of myself for that. Like when I went home, I kind of patted myself on the back and everything. <laughs> so yes, I mean there is always the option of just quitting. Well, not where we don't have to quit, but I'm taking a drink. Well, we have three options then. We can quit. Well, we can do this challenge. Or we can go after die. Adam and Drew. Realistic options here. And I really either die. And I don't. I don't think quitting I really is an option one. after. Or we go after Madrid. Yeah. I like that one the best. Or we. I forgot the third option. Quit. No, that's not an option. Doing the. So we get the challenge. So yeah, yeah. do the challenge and die. Do the challenge and live, or we just go after Madrid and die. Hmm. It is what it is. Well, what do you guys what, think? What do we think? Do we need to take a vote on it? Should we? Need... I mean, there's the other issue. We also have to find Madame Madrid too. Well, we're not just going to be. We know where she'll be heading. It's true. She'll be going to the square at some but point. We don't know if they're going to, you know, if they have any. I mean, they've made it so far already, we don't know if they have any means of hiding themselves. Well, they might. Is your sister in that group? No. She wasn't in the group. She was just part of the group. So is there only two groups left? I think you said, yeah, it was us and them. I, mean, I think I thought so, they were the, group, the farthest along. The, the, the group? Yeah. I don't know. He said the Orzov backed out because they lost too many members. I don't the really uh, remaining guilds that are still running is the ones that have definitely been eliminated is the Demir one. Uh, the Golgari Swarm has been eliminated. Uh, the Rakdos group has been eliminated. Uh, the Simic group has been eliminated. The Orzov group resigned. Um, the Gruul, no one has heard from them in a while, so they're not sure if they quit or if they are still doing things or what they're doing. So they they are currently a question mark. Uh, the Azorius is still in it, cool. and uh, the Boros is still in it. What about Krinko's? Did Krinko run the maze? I told group of goblins. Yeah, the group of goblins headed by Krinko. Um, let me see. Let me think realistically where they would have gone. I would say that they're still fine. Um, okay. That is, assuming that the message actually got to Krinko and that he actually ran. Okay. Because so, you did send some of your other finest to go, yes. go talk to him. So I just got to make um, the other Griznut. It's Jiznut and his people. <laughs> <laughs> And they're not, they haven't even completed one thing. They're just bar hopping. They're just hanging out, you know? They're just yeah. chilling. They thought the challenge was to go to every bar and get a drink. <laughs> yeah. 
They heard challenge starts in a week, but it's ending in a week. <laughs> yeah, was it every Guildhall? I thought it was every bar in Ravnica. <laughs> now we all saw Madame Madrid, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not a secret. She's she definitely wearing right. any kind of jewelry that I would know of. Jewelry? Yeah, like necklace, earring. She wears stuff that would be common for the Rakdos to wear. So like bones. It's only a thousand. Yeah, it's, it's only a thousand. Day we went to the square. Well, we might as well just try the bank ice. Worst case scenario, we just fail and yeah, we do have a look at Bridges, so I just don't prepared right now. So I'd have to take it out. You guys still have like 120 hours. Exactly. Yeah, but we still have to you guys can not, you don't have to go do it right the second. You guys can regroup, get a new plan. Nah, sit around and discuss it, or you guys can just go now. Especially considering that you have, what, several magic users in the group that might have different spells that might be better prepared for it that they didn't bring with them. Oh, no, I totally should. I totally prepared all of my spells for Like, just because you were here and you now know what the challenge is doesn't mean you have to go right the second. Yeah. You guys can regroup. We've been so successful. You guys have. You've done very, very well. Alright, so if we did want to do this bank house, how would we go about it? We want to be sneaky. Yes. So I will cast silence. It's ten minutes. Okay. Anything around will be absolutely quiet. So as Orzov, do you know if they have any dispel magic barriers or anything, wards or anything like that? That's a good point. Because I have my familiar, you have your familiar, mm-hmm. and I have polymorph. Boxes have a very oh, good spell. Make a history check, one, Elvin. One person at a oh. time. Never. That does you all, all of us don't have to do it. We Maybe just have I to steal something. Um, right? As a one person from your team, one representative yeah. from your team. As, as the group. Just get yes. in the vault or in the vault. You have to. It says that you have to get into the vault and take something. Well, I'm just thinking. Thirteen. Thirteen. I'm going to give you advantage since you're a member of the Orzov Syndicate. Better. With a 13, you know that there are certain areas within the halls of Orzova that do have dispel magic type effects that would remove certain types of enchantments and illusion mm-hmm. magics and alteration magics. So I have silence. The only problem is silence. You're not sure where they are? But, or if they're like traps, like something that you could spring, or you're not you're not entirely sure. Problem is, you guys have verbal spells. You can't use them. That's true. None of mine are, so we're good. Oh, are you talking about inside the Obsidot chamber? No. If he uses a silence, if I use silence. Ah, no verbal, no verbal spells. Oh, well, that too. A lot of my spells are verbal because that was from the last time I was here. I haven't actually. Let's see. All of my cantrips except for one. American Revolution. All my first level spells. So I'd be able to hit things with my yes and no. (laughs) So in an attempt to be more 
accessible to people who actually cannot speak, then yes. If that was your only form of communicating, I would say the sign language would be acceptable. Sweet. Hmm. Or, or if you were deaf or couldn't speak. Because <laughs> how much would that suck to like, all right, your character is, they can't speak or they're deaf and they want to be a caster. I'm like, nope, you can't talk, so you can't be a caster. That's just rude. I don't have a single level spell that doesn't use verbal I, I would, I would never so do that. That's actually <laughs> No, we are very equal opportunities. But since all of you can speak and hear, to my knowledge, then sign language would not work for you. You would not have adapted a means of casting your spells without verbal commands. So the reason I was asking if all of us have to go in or just one is if we need to, like, subdue someone, one person can stay back, um, hold person or grapple or whatever, mm -hmm. something, as long as no one else comes in and to break the grapple or something, if that makes sense. And the rest of us can keep going. So how exactly does the... Silence spell work. Is it like a radius? Uh, 20 foot. 100 foot radius. Okay. I just don't know if you can see it. Mm -hmm. No, it's not I like a so. not like a bubble, I don't think. Yeah. So I can do that, but it's centered on me. Mm -hmm. So I have to go. But if you probably force me into a rat, I can walk with them. Hopefully, you... the fox has to get hungry. <laughs> yeah, that is, uh, that is their main source of food. Huh? Didn't you say the fox is kind of decrepit looking now, isn't it? Yeah, it does. It's familiar to begin with spirit. It's so spirit stunned, dude. Are you familiar with it? Familiar, yes, I am. Oh. I can set a stage in Hey, they'll blend in with all the other well, zombies that are definitely If we harm something, we fail. Are we gonna harm? <laughs> I think so, maybe. <laughs> not if you send him in there by himself. Otherwise, yeah, you have complete control. Yeah, over. yeah. All right. He's not like this mindless, brainless so, thing. He's he's bound to you much like Scoff Fog is. The way that I designed it is it functions like Summon Undead, but he is bound to you. Your familiar is bound to you. You control what they do. If you do not give them commands, they will do whatever they want, but if you give them commands, then they have to listen to you. Can animate some skeletons or something, man. I mean, it's not us doing it. <laughs> I think that would yeah. I know. I think so. Right, so That'd be awesome. I think, yeah. I think we can do that. I'll go ahead and do the challenge. All right, so just you and the familiars, and we'll just yeah. hang out out here. <laughs> Up to 100 feet away, um, assuming yours works the same, I can communicate with exactly. Tinsel. Yep. That being said, Tinsel isn't particularly a sneaky, and I'd have to have an hour to change her into something else. Mine is. It's gonna get so we sent you on waiting. Yeah, his familiar is not actually a familiar. It functions like a familiar. Hers is an actual familiar. Yeah. So I can't change. It's but you can Yeah, they both can. Yep. Right. 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 Alright, so we'll go in as foxes. Two foxes. And if something goes horribly wrong. Only one of us lose. We can, you guys can go. We lose a familiar and me. Oh. Been dead before. <laughs> well, I can't fix dead, so be careful. 
Okay. Um, that's fine. I think that's the game plan. Um, before going in, I'm going to call to items in my head. Okay. We, we can do something like invisibility too. So uh, you cling on to the handle of Scoffbug, um, and you uh, set out your minds to reach to see if you can communicate with your patron. The uh, where are you doing this at? Um, just kind of my eyes are closed. I mean, and. I don't know, just within the group, like even if we're in a circle, my eyes are just closed. Okay. Um, after a couple of moments of your eyes closing and you focusing on the familiarity of Lila at this point, um, you start to see a vision in your mind's eye of uh, basically your own astral projection form. You see yourself, you see your hands, your your feet... And basically, you are standing in vast nothingness. It's similar to the Sphinx's chamber of almost like the astral plane, except that this is just darkness. Um, it's odd because you can see you. But... Wow, you look good. <laughs> I mean, real good. You don't see anything else. And uh, along the, the ground, you start to see, uh, it looks almost like fog rolling. Um, it starts to swirl around your feet, and it begins to almost feel like it has a foreboding physical presence as it creeps up your back. And uh, then you feel, once again, like you are no longer alone. Oh, hello, man. I'm and, like, look over and, like, place the island. Right now, all you see is shrouded mist. It's Victor. It's death. <laughs> um, Hello, Alvin. Oh, damn, you were there. Um, you see, we're about to do a bank heist. I thought I asked you for a lot already, but would you be able to and guide me through here. Guide you. Make sure I'm safe. Kind of give me what I need to what am I complete, complete Can I do it? like the spell. You need reassurance. Yeah, I mean, I'm a confident guy, but this is a tough one. I mean, we got to break into a vault, and this is my guild. Really not really part of any guild. I kind of serve you. You're my own guild, but that's that's another story. Another day. Um, you know that it was your loyalty to the Orzov which is why I chose you. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, so I need to get into it. Do you have any idea where that is? Underground. Is it underneath the chambers, or is it in the chamber? And, like, is there any objects in there? Like, very, very specific objects. That would be in there. I don't know the contents of the vault. The vault is magically enchanted. I can't see in. I assume that it's piles of blood money. 
tax money and debts. Of course, the vault has many chambers. Were you told specifically which vault? No, just get into the vault and take some. That's it. There are lots of vaults. What's the easiest one? None of them are easy. You know as well as I do that stealing from the Orzov is not an easy thing. Um, well... The only advantage that you will have is that if it is as simple as taking money, it probably won't have tracing magic on it. And if it's just a contest of some type, they probably will want you to give back whatever it is that you took. Well, I guess if I run into any danger, do I have you on my side? You never have me on your side. I've given you all of the strength and abilities that you need to conquer anything. If it's faith that you need, me picking you should be all the faith that you need. That's motivational. We're going to put that on the plug one day. Uh, you know how many people die in Ravnica every day? I know I'm part of that staff. You know how old I am. Sounds like a... You look great for your age. <laughs> Sounds like a loaded question. It just gets very quiet for a second. You can almost sense her frustrations. I don't choose lightly. I see more potential in you than I've seen in anyone in a long time. Well, I guess the potential that I worry about is... You have so much raw and talented power that you don't even tap into. I mean, I'm a little nervous. Going in here, because there was a mirror. You were here, in the chambers. This is where I got. You need to embrace the power that I've given you. You still feel, though, it's you doing everything by yourself. Scoff of, mind you otherwise. When you embrace that, you're able to do much more. How are those wings treating you? Not bad. Bad, I've used them once. You need to have more confidence in the abilities and powers that I've bestowed upon you. Take your word for it. I, I, I'll do my best. So, in a weird way, if it gives you a warm feeling in your heart, I'm always with you. <laughs> I can tell that was hard for her to say. Things would be more psychic. I'll do my best. Um, thank you. And I'll open my eyes. And then you are back. So did you get all that? Yeah. What, what they said? Yeah. I mean, this is a perfect plan. Good. All right. So, so you got all the code words. Yeah. All um, right. All the code words. That's single. All the code words you'll be able to say is fox. Yep. I'm just curious. What does the fox say? 
They actually have like four different vocal sounds. I think the box says. Pretty much, that's kind of what they sound like a little bit sometimes. All right, let's do it. Scan out here for backup. Yep. So do you want, if you want Stencil to go with you, she's, again, she's not very stealthy, but if I wait an hour, I can turn her into something else that is stealthy. So you guys... We have time. Yeah, we have time. All right. We'll wait so an hour. Do you want a bat, which is, which can fly and, like, has blind sense, so if there's magical darkness somewhere, that's true. I can see through that's, it. That's good to use. I can't really communicate with you guys. No, with you. Really. You can communicate with me. Yeah, with you, but... We, but we you can hear, like... but you guys... You, yeah. Elvin's the only one that will be kind of looking Aren't for you dark. guys clerics? I don't don't you guys have sending? Or message? Uh, not yet. I'm not good clerics. Message doesn't... Mes- yeah, message you actually have no excuse. <laughs> <laughs> I think I get sending as a wizard. Too. I know you're good at killing stuff. But Indeed. clerics do other stuff. Yeah, I just don't have to learn. I mean, I have locate object, blind and death. You know that you have access to all the cleric spells, right? Well, I only have first level spells. Is Bruce sending only first level? I mean, every time you cast it, though, it will use a spell slot. Yeah. It's third level. I can't get it to cleric level, bit, but I mean, I could I could buy it from the library for three thousand gold pieces. There you go. The belfries in the church of Orzova, there are many bats. What Elvin can tell you about, since none of you other than Elvin has actually been in past the lobby of Orzova, is that it's very much like the church that you went into to deal with the haunting of Bella Belheim. Uh, it's very belfry, it's uh, gothic, uh, it's very cathedral, it's regal, it's kind of spooky even though it's not, you know meant to be there are uh ghosts in servitude to the orzov for eternity there are vampires bats gargoyles and these things known only as thralls most of them are winged they look like some sort of like little mutant bat creatures and they have undying servitude to whoever created them the Members of the Orzov range from everything from fighters, paladins, clerics. There are some wizards. But you're not trying to deal with the live people. You're just trying to get into the vault. So knowing their combat capabilities doesn't really help you at all. So a bat wouldn't seem out of place. So can polymorph me into one That's true. I could just cast invisibility and... Or we just leave it behind since you got to already got a familiar. That's true. That's not entirely true. It's not true. entirely true. They just don't have great eyes. Well, I think for the challenge itself, too, I think one of us physically has to be in there, not necessarily. Oh, yeah, that's where he's familiar. going. Yeah. So, I mean, I could still say, I could, I could turn him invisible. So, that was still work. Whatever we do. And I think. It might be smart to. How long does Bless last? You might want to try concentrating on that. I can't do it with silence because silence is not. Oh, you're doing you're doing silence still. Okay. Do you have polymorph or invisibility? I have invisibility. Yes. Well, I was just thinking one of us could polymorph him, and then we could visibility him, so we'd have two people we, going in. We could do that. I can 
I can because I can cast it at third level, and I can turn Benji invisible and Skriz invisible if you want to go in. Um, I'm going to use my transformation um, to be this little ball, little fat guy. Uh, okay. Bald little fat guy with some like razor sharp teeth that look like a vampire. Um, so that way, if the polymorph breaks, I still look like a vampire. Um, and yeah, before the polymorph. <laughs> So you're using a polymorph spell to polymorph him into a bat, or a giant bat. Oh, I, we're not. Sh- I which, what do you want to be? Because I was talking about my familiar. You can do both. And that way, um, if like I need to, I can scout and then, I guess sign language because I won't be able to talk to it. <laughs> we'll probably oh, have to do that twice. <laughs> what is 75 laps still? Uh, how big is a giant? Giant pet? Not stealthy. Okay. We'll <laughs> Wingspan of six feet. We'll, we'll, we'll do the stealthy. Basically a bat. vampire. Yeah. Now, a giant bat is considered a large creature. Okay. Um, yeah, the regular bat is. Vampire bat? I'm I'm very curious. Aren't you allergic to nuts? Yeah, yeah. walnuts and peacocks. Walnuts and peacocks. So not almonds. What yeah. is the like is there something in, in it different besides other yeah, nuts? Yeah. Just an educational thing. Let me figure out what happened. I'm not a nutologist. However, I don't think that's how it goes. But but... I, I play one on TV. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I have almonds every day and nothing. I have walnut throat closes. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> Do you she have an EpiPen? Falls down a well, she goes cross eyed. Gets kicked in the head by a horse, they go uncross. Oh. Oh. So while we're doing this. I'm assuming Rocky's gonna do this. Um, while I'm, I, I'm assuming it's the same for you. While I'm helping as a bat, I'm gonna be blind and deaf. Correct. Or, uh, yeah, I mean, I put my hand right in. I don't care. with y'all outside, just kind of keep them watch. I mean, yeah, because we're both gonna be. Yeah. All our senses are gonna be on the familiars, so everything. So. The only thing we do, we can like talk out loud. That's about it. So you can hear us talk. So if we need to communicate, so could you, you hear me talk? If like. Something we're blind and deaf. You have to yeah. grab us. You have to like, like grab just, us. Yeah, you guys are just basically zoned out. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Somebody have to come up there and physically mm-hmm. like snap you to wake you out of. Now, if I do tell uh, Chris that, snap you out, can you snap back in? Yes. Or is it like a one and done? No, we can go back in. We can go back in, it's, assuming it's within a hundred feet. feet. If uh, once we hit a hundred feet, then our familiars are just going to be familiars. Yeah, they're going to be kind of <laughs> they're <own> unfamiliar. <laughs> <laughs> And let me see, what is Tinsel's intelligence without me controlling? Could you like give her orders to follow? Two. There? <laughs> Three. 
Um, high wisdom. You guys yeah. have dumb familiars. Wait, my wisdom is 14. Isn't there like a warlock that can get like a imp or something? That's not too bad. I don't think. So it's not great, but it's better than animals. However, M's useful can turn we are. On their own. So yeah, they're pretty cool. Very important. Alright, one. Oh wait, so, it'll it'll change since I'm not gonna be so a double back box. Yeah, no, oh no, it's even worse. Is it a one? <laughs> Intelligence two, oh. wisdom twelve. Oh gosh. We're gonna be fine. Dex fifteen. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You had me. My next six of my familiar or my patron. I got all the strength I need. We'll <laughs> just we'll just follow the lead. Yeah. So, it should go sideways. So Rocky and I are out basically guarding these two while they're in. Yeah. Oh, and I mean, we're gonna turn him invisible so he can go with or no? So just so I understand up, so... the plan. Your familiar is going in. Your familiar is going in, and you are polymorphing him into a bat. And and then you guys are going to stay outside and guard them. Is that the plan? They're going to call us a route. <laughs> Here's another option. We can send Scrizz in, and I can turn him invisible. That's Do you really want tiny pod peas one-to-one going in there? <laughs> I didn't figure it out. I mean, he's a bard. bard. I mean, kind of. He's more <laughs> Than the Minotaur with all the armor. I mean, true. I just want to say we didn't try patting the armor. I mean, it could work. Okay, so while we're waiting, you also case... didn't try taking the armor off. I, I mean, we could try. We could just go get like, some you're like, not, leather. You're armor not supposed to be something. fighting anything. Well, it really I said nothing living. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter, but I could take it off. And I mean, we could go holding. We have time. We could probably find some place where you get like leather or something. At least something to give you some armor Wait. class. Distraction, like um, I've got this dance move called pinch, and uh, it, it's real distracting. Lights out. So, if we're gonna do this, you said we're gonna deposit. Well, yeah, I think but, like, an extra bag of holdings. That sounds like a good way to lose it. it. So they use it with a pinch. <laughs> that's a good way to lose a practice. <laughs> Whatever you go, are we ocean 11? <laughs> that is basically the ocean's 11 plot. Or, or <laughs> we still we do this. <laughs> We put Scrizz in one of the pockets, <laughs> and we leave the jacket in there, and Scrizz comes out, steals Oh, it. I'm not leaving my jacket anywhere. Well, I'll come out where <laughs> you just see the dragon to grab it. I just in my pocket. <laughs> I like my... Oh, make it a positive. So we put coins in it. Make it a positive with... Can you just like tell them you're making a deposit personally and then just walk into <laughs> I think they know we're part of the tribe. I mean, we haven't tried it. Can we figure out something before I go Leroy Jenkins on you? <laughs> just run in because we're going to have three hours of air time of deciding if we're going to polymorph or go to this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I want cool. all two of our listeners <laughs> quit being bored. These M&Ms are good. 
I'm getting 30 pounds waiting for us to get a plan. I'll, I'll take my armor off uh, in hopes of being turned into this boy. Okay. Um, I will... so, Chris sees him taking his armors off, arm off. So Chris gets down next to you. That's what we're doing. No, please put no. your armor back on. <laughs> oh, to match Chris wears nothing under his armor. It's just not based. <laughs> it's just... That's all it is. I'm not taking this off. That's it's a part yeah, of that, um, that, That's all right. You can see. And your crown. And my crown. See, see which Rocky, is basically just the helm. It's seeing Rocky's taking off his armor, I'll go ahead and cast Major Armor. So you'll have oh, that's a good idea. 13 AC plus your dex, plus I'm assuming you're keeping on your plug of protection. So you'll have another 15. Yes. That's so that's better than. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make up your mind. Are you going naked or with stuff on? We're going to go with, like, a base layer. So, like, you know, shirt, pants. One person does need to stay back with Liz and I, because otherwise we're going to get jumped. I'll put the armor I guarantee back it. Can you not stay in your hut? Oh, that is... We'd have to be farther away, though, and we can only, we only have a range of 100 feet with our familiars. After that, they're just dumb animals. Does someone have to protect you if you don't go in at all? We're going to get jumped. We could get jumped. All right, why don't you go in? I'll put the armor back on because you're going to be way more. I mean, I could cast a higher level of visibility to turn us both invisible at the same time. That would be fine. The next he would come in. (laughs) (laughs) On the bright side, that would wake us up. (laughs) It's true. It would wake us up. Uh, I'll leave that up to you. I can stay up in guard, or um, you could do that. I feel like probably. What's your dex? Well. Plus one with disadvantage normally. Yeah. Not without disadvantage because it's not where that are. However, I also have to blush, but I couldn't care. That's true. That would, that would be kind of helpful. So. Well, you probably more if you need Uh, <laughs> is naked at the door waiting for you all. <laughs> we could still probably work me into a pack. Okay, and wait an hour, to, and I'm assuming we've waited an hour to turn tensile on. Correct. Okay. We could always, I mean, we could always have plan B where we send those two in the familiars, and if we need to go in, we need to go in. Yeah, but it'll be more guns blazing, so I don't think exactly. either of us are going to be very stealthy. We can't. We'll have to try our best to be stealthy, too. I do have an alter self, and I can, like, do that and then just act like I know what I'm doing. And especially since we'll have seen it before to an extent. But that probably won't work very well. We'll have to try something. Mm -hmm. Or bribe. We won't try. Morning. <laughs> you have money for big mustaches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, what what's the overall plan? Am I staying? Yeah, you stay guard them. I'm standing yeah. guard. Your armor back up. We're yeah. We're gonna we're going in with her familiar and his familiar. We're gonna be Plan B if something goes wrong. <laughs> So I'm right. gonna be invisible. You're gonna be invisible. You're gonna be on. You're gonna be invisible. You can wear what you want. Okay. Just not heavy. Yeah, I don't have heavy armor. So okay, I'll have my shield on my back. So I'll go oh, ahead and. I'm gonna reach into my bag and I'm gonna grab. I have two lengths of rope and I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna give one to you because you're gonna be a bat, so you can't carry it just in case you need it. So I'm just. I'm just really curious. <laughs> this is just a DM question. <laughs> 
If you can only maintain a psychic link with your familiar for a hundred feet, yeah, but there's layers. What are you like, gonna do do when they go under the ground more than a hundred feet? They're just dumb animals. They... I presume we can tell them like. I'm just wondering they... how far down do you think this is? Probably five hundred feet at least. So okay. well, then I guess we don't have to worry about. Speed. Well, actually, we'll. we'll no, I just no, don't no. really want you guys to have to waste spell slots and and they put your put yourselves in weird too, danger. Right? Just say if you don't have to. I think I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll let you guys do whatever you want to. But... Well, here. How about well, this? Familiars don't cost spells. Right, this? they don't. But I'll, it does I'll put keep... you in danger while you're concentrating. Yes, I'll keep Benji up. And then you can keep... You can send Tinsel in. And then... I mean, we can think of some sort of symbol. I'm assuming they're smart enough to understand, like... I mean, because they can understand us. Is it reasonable to say, like... We give them that we give them a like some more some sort of signal like from one of you two that says they can come back within that hundred feet range and telepathically link that there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's <laughs> and that's it, folks. Streams over. We're going home. So I can say I can say the spell slot or I can say the third level and just cast second level invisibility yes. on screws. We don't need any Yeah, just be me and screws. Honestly, yeah. the familiar. I'll work my ass up. Let's go. The familiars are more if within the hundred feet, if something goes wrong, they can tell us. Yes, yeah, so so, so it's basically We're like, yeah. Either way, they'll it'll die with it, and then we'll be like, oh, okay, they're dead. Yeah. So. <laughs> so we're not sitting here wondering. I just think we send in one familiar. Well, straight, just so. Yeah. We'll just send the very couple back. back. <laughs> Get the band back together. Yeah. All right. Puts all his clothes back on, puts the shield on his back, and the, he changes the face on the, the field, the, the shield of faces as he's walking in. The, it's on his back and it has his tongue sticking out. Um, visibility only has an hour. You guys only have an hour to work with for invisibility. Yeah, invisible. But so, well, just before you turn it on, the shield go. It's warning screws that you guys only have an hour in the visibility. So, so who is who is invisible? Chris the only one. Okay. They're polymorphed into a bat. For an hour. Only an hour. Also for an hour. So for both of you guys, you guys basically have an hour to do this. So, you, so you're giving a briefing, like, Chris, you're... Yes. Okay. If I want to learn how to tell time. <laughs> it's okay. You have Elvin with you. <laughs> Good to go. <laughs> it's like, going to go great. Yep. It's going to be awesome. It's going to send Roy to channel. All right. Casting polymorph. So the bats. I think you just go in. Is he already polymorphed? Yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm invisible. Mm-hmm. And if that's you, and the shit hits the fan, bite your head off. Say <laughs> <laughs> All that acting at one of the Raptors concerts. <laughs> oh, oh. The bats. Can hide in your pocket while you're invisible. Would that work? Because the contest assume like yeah, at least attached to him. Yeah, at least for a yep, little bit. Yep, everything that he is touching or wearing is moved. Well, not touching. He has to be wearing. wearing it. Yeah. Okay, so I'll take your familiar, stuff it in the pocket. <laughs> I will grab you and stuff you in the pocket. <laughs> oh man, that's probably had really like a lot better smell than what Elvin's used to as well. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, he oh, is God. used to dealing with dead things. That's <laughs> true. That is true. Yes, he definitely has that advantage there. Sleepboard didn't work. Okay, so um, you take the bats and put them with you. Yeah. Um, the two wizards and Rocky uh, and Invisible Scrizz. You guys are not in the building. Right. You guys are still outside the building. Oh, still outside. You guys are still outside of uh, the gates. Actually, before you even get into the building, well, you haven't even been like into the courtyard yet. Like because like no access permitted without the champions pendant. Okay. We'll have to get it with the champions. Okay. And then, like, but they will let you into the courtyard. So. They didn't say that the front door would be open. Though. That's fair. So, okay. Uh, well, we'll have to go up to the gate. Um, is there, like, people at the gate? Yes, there are two guards. Uh, they look to be Orzov paladins. Okay, so we're, I'm already invisible. Yeah, they can't yeah, see you. Yes, they can't see you right now. Uh, so we'll go up, and... I mean, okay, I'll... You see them, they are decked out in, uh, basically, like, golden armor with, like, big, long, flowing white capes. Uh, and they have, like, black types of clothes underneath of their armor. Alright. Uh... They have, like, on the full face masks. Hello, gentlemen. <laughs> are you here for the challenge? Yes, yes, yes we are here for Present your champion's pendant. I'll hold up the pendant. Do you understand the rules of the contest? Can you just do a quick recap, just in case we miss anything? You must get inside one of the vaults and take something. You want to know what that something is? No. Okay, great. Uh, then we understand the rules. Do we have to come, like, bring it all the way back? You have to get in just... and back out. Back out. Okay. What are the other rules? You cannot harm any living thing inside. What is defined as living? Flesh and blood. Flesh and blood. So not like they're living, but like they're living. It's very vague the way that he said it. Fair. So they can have any kind of quality of life as long as they're breathing, you can't hurt. If we find undead, we can't set them on fire. Undead are not living. Okay. You said flesh and blood, just making sure. Alright. That I guess we're ready. Anything else? Don't get caught. Sounds like a plan. I think when he said that, <laughs> don't worry about that. <laughs> you can't see his face, but he does look confused. So before we actually do this, I'm going to grab everyone and pull them aside so no one else can hear. And I'm going to remind everyone, because I just remembered, invisibility is a touch spell, and I can cast touch spells through my familiar. So if I need to refresh invisibility yeah. before I go poof, and my... Tinsel turns into a dumb animal. I can do that. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's uh, let's do this. I go back up. And so I... you hold out the champion's pendant, and the guard looks at it. He uh, he holds out his hand, and he focuses some sort of energy or some sort of a magic spell to recognize the pendant, and uh, then he unlocks the gate. And he grants you access to the courtyard of Warzova. All right. Uh, the courtyard itself is uh, surrounded by big black iron gate. It's similar to the structure at the mansion down in the Undercity. 
Um, except that the building is not a mansion. It's it's a massive cathedral. Uh, it, it looks like Notre Dame. It's got massive spires that, that come off of the sides and the back parts of it. Uh, you see all sorts of uh, stonework statues that look like winged beasts and horned, horned monstrosities. Um, on a few of the spires, you see uh, complete star, uh, uh, carved by hand stone statues of what appear to be various different types of angels. Um, a few figureheads within the Orzova. Um, and on the main structure, on the, the tower that's sort of like in the center of it all, it definitely has like a pinnacle to it that this is like the, the, the centermost part of the building. Um, throughout the years, it looks as though many things have been added onto it. You can actually see where some of the, uh, the architecture does not match, meaning it was probably some sort of an addition. Um, Elvin knows from being a member of the Orzov that they started building down, not up after a few years. They added more into the ground and the underground and all of it is lavish. None of it feels like a dungeon. Even though it's underground, even though the sun doesn't see in places of, of Orzova, none of it seems like a dark, dreary, damp place, even though there are ghosts all about and vampires. The, uh, the center tower, the pinnacle, the top, has a large flag hanging off of, a, a, of the very peak of it, off of a, a small flagpole that doesn't reach quite up to the to the heavens, uh, and it's a, the Orzov symbol, the, the black crest sun with like black fire around it. Um, the, uh, the statues themselves at times seem as though they are moving as you approach up to the front of the building. And you know that from your previous encounters in the, the Belheim church, that gargoyles are not an uncommon thing that they use to protect themselves with. All right. So, right off the bat, do we see anything of that's maybe a danger in the courtyard itself. Uh, make a perception check or an investigation check. Perception. Uh, a 23. Everything here looks like it could come to life and hurt you. Okay. Good to know. Every single statue, and there are many statues, it reminds you of being in the temple of the Nephilim when you were in the chamber and you saw all the petrified statues. It looks like that, but there's uh, the courtyard itself actually looks more structured. There are more duplicates. They form almost like these, uh, these columns of, and rows of statues. There's no fountains. There's nothing quite that grandiose there, but there are several uh, large statues that line the courtyard. And then there are several smaller ones that form these like, it, it, uh, as you are looking, even though you have never actually met or seen the Obsidot, you assume that the statues, the large statues, are representatives of the Obsidot in their living forms. Good thing we're keeping rocking. The, uh, the large statues tower roughly 15 to 20 feet. The smaller statues just look like human-sized on small pedestals. And they look like various different people, maybe throughout Orzovian history. Um, they look like church figures. Um, some of them even look sort of like 
deck collectors like Elvin, they have that sort of like armor, that real light armor and almost thuggish look to them. But um, it's like the who's who, like of the Orzov. Well, do you think we should? So the doors are closed on the actual building right mm -hmm. now, right? Okay. Do you think maybe it's a large set of double doors, and it appears to be the biggest and easiest entrances. And there are several other windows and things on the upper spire levels, um, and on the, uh, the 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 upper floors. It looks like there's at least four or five floors that it goes up, not counting the belfry towers. Um, and you do see that a couple of the towers are actual, just like that bells in them, like church bells. I think maybe we should try looking around for a sneaker en entrance yeah. for them. So uh, I guess it would benefit us to all try and look for an entrance. Probably try and stick together. <clears throat> so there. there's the front door there? Yep. And you guys are going to look for it? Yeah. At least for now. I mean, you could try and go in through the entrance if you want to turn double and see what you're doing. Oh. Yeah, we I... can't see, really. We don't know no, where you are. <laughs> we don't even know where you are. Yeah, so... <laughs> I'm, you got Benji, right? Yeah, well, I'm, we're keeping him with us. So a you guys saying what yeah. just us? Ten, ten is with yeah, you guys. You guys are looking around. The, I'm like, I walk up to the front door and just open it. The door is locked. Makes sense. Then you hear fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Um, I'm gonna search around too for another entrance. I searched, but I did not find it. Okay. Also Where exactly are you searching? Uh, above, on the same level? How far do you want to go around? This is a pretty big building. I guess we can start on the same level. I think I'd probably look for stairs that go downstairs, like to a more basement area. Maybe like a cellar, if that makes sense. I'm going to look for something that goes up. They might do something that yeah, throws maybe you secret off, like to one slide. Well, go up to go down. Sure. Yeah, but there's one might. more floor that you'd have to maneuver. Well, I'm just saying they might have it like a little just. Do you see out of? I mean, if you want to poke your head out of his yeah. thing, you can. Sure. Do I see any? Well, you actually see a bad <laughs> head. <laughs> do I see any of the like? I guess I don't know. Uh, bank clerks like moving around, like going towards like the back. It doesn't look like business as usual right now. It looks like the bank is closed. Does it look like there's even lights on inside? It looks like there is faint light, uh, maybe from fireplaces. After the word, uh, after the belt, right? Mm -hmm. Same place. So, so we I know where the elevator is. Yes, you're familiar with the ground floor. Okay. Um, I'm gonna try to ratty Tui this bitch. I'm going to. Can I? Can Can he be? Oh, like, I can't talk to him. Oh, you can't even talk to him. No, me. but yeah, he, he can chirp. You, you can chirp. You can like tug. Oh, the door's locked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we have to find the door. Yes. I already checked the door. Joe, I didn't think about that. I'm going to go back up to it and try to pick the lock. See this thing. Uh, do you have these tools? I would also allow Tinkerer's tools. Yes, as long as you are, per, as long as you are proficient with. Them. Yes, I have uh, thieves' tools, tinkers' tools, and also help it along. I would like to use um, diabolism. 
on the water, I'll just put my finger towards the keyhole and just cast that enough to, since it's metal, it's probably not going to break it, but it'll at least make it rust up and make it more, I'll break down a little bit. And mm. then use my hmm. thieves' tools. So as you uh, get down towards the lock to attempt to start casting spells, um, you notice that when you get your hand close to the actual locking mechanism, that your fingers and hands become visible. Shit. As you pull them away, your hand becomes invisible. Right, before I put the tools in, I'm going to back up and uh... Elvin, make yeah. a perception check. Since you are a bat presently. You hear bats up in the bell towers above. Interesting. They're trying your kin. <laughs> you hear like they're sort of chirping and fluttering, and they sound almost as though, uh, not that you know a ton about bats, but they sound like they're getting ready to go out for the night. Um, so where he's kind of standing, um, I'll instantly fly right out of the entrance of his codpiece, like zipper, and I'll fly right out of it like a, like a dove, um, and I'll fly up to the top. Which, uh, which bell tower would you like to fly towards, the east uh, wing or the west wing, or the... It's not really the north wing, but it's like kind of in the middle. Uh, you actually kind of, once you started hearing one, it sounds like they're in all the bell towers. Um, I'll fly towards the north wing. Okay. Um, it's just underneath, like, of the massive spire in the middle. Um, that tower goes up for probably almost 100 feet by itself. Uh, but the bell tower only goes up maybe about 50 feet. And uh, so you fly up, looking around and making your little chirpy noises. Um, and as you kind of approach the uh, the roof of the bell tower, like the overhang or the underhang of the bell tower, you look in there and there's probably like four or five dozen bats all hanging up in there. And they're just hanging upside down, clattering and chirping and squeaking to each other. Okay. Um, from that vantage point, you can see that you can get into the building from the bell tower. There's like a hatch, but the hatch looks like it's it doesn't have a door on it. If that makes sense, it just opens up down into the into the almost like a set of These spiral steps. Sleep. Some of them are kind of asleep. Some of them are kind of like waking up and sp spreading out their wings and. I'll kind of give it the same thing, and then just like do this, like nose down, right down the hatch. Okay. Um, how far down do you want to go? How far can I go down? Well, basically, this is a large, almost like spiral set of steps that goes all the way up to the top of the bell tower. Okay. To where I think, I guess. So as you fly down, you are basically flying parallel to the rope that is used to pull the bell. Um. You go down and extend almost the entire 50 feet or so towards the ground floor. Um, and at the, uh, before you hit the bottom, 
you kind of where do you want to like perch or land or what do you want to yeah, do? Yeah, I'm just looking to see if I can find the main door. Well, you are now inside the bell tower, and there is a door that leads into the building. You would assume. I will ask guidance on myself to break the spell. Can he break the spell on himself? I don't know. I, I think he can resist to make a saving throw. Think. I don't think you can cast the spell to break it. An unwilling creature must make a wisdom saving saving for a throw to avoid the effect. Um, yeah, I think you, you can hurt yourself to get out of it because you have you only, like, yeah, one hit point. You have, you have one hit point, and as soon as you take damage, you just, you just <laughs> well, that's one way. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is. Uh, it is stone. So, yeah, you fly into the opposite wall of the door, and you take one damage, and uh, then you fall on the ground. We'll just see if he does it good enough to take damage, because he may, he may fuck it up, right? Make an agility check. He just has to keep repeating. Dexterity. Sorry. Plus two. Nine. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's ungraceful as hell, so yeah, I say... You platter right into it. All right. So you have to like, because it's it's self preservation, right? Like, he's right. You normally would not want to do that. So you'd cringe before your dexterity would kick in. Like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Um. So I break the form from this fat bald vampire. (laughs) Forgot about that. But like, I'm only about forty. Okay. Um. So I'll open up the door. I'll check my guys the wall. The uh, door is open. It is unlocked. <laughs> you are in the central tower, basically right in the middle of Orzova. I like to imagine, like... It's, uh, it's sort of like a circular, like, hallway that goes around, and there are four pathways, uh, north, east, south, and west. You came out the door in the middle... So I'm trying to, like, if you can kind of picture that, it's almost like a spoke. And the tower kind of goes in the middle, and there's, like, a hallway around, and then you can go northeast, south, or west. You exited out of the, what would be, you are now facing south. Based on the, I would say, based on the direction, I want to try to go to where I think the main entrance would be. The main entrance would be south. You would know that from when you came in. Yeah, that's what I would do. Okay. Um... You kind of look around and you realize that you've never actually been in this part of Orzova before. Um, you see very plush, like almost velvet type black rugs that line. Uh, they're laced with uh, these almost, it almost looks like it was hand stitched with gold. Um, but you don't think it's actual gold, just it has the appearance of gold. And uh, the threading kind of goes all the way up and around and forms these like intricate little designs all the way down it. Um, some of it look like, uh, uh, it looks more complicated than any type of like stitching and embroidery you've ever seen. Uh, it looks very fancy. Some of it is the actual symbols of the Orzov. Uh, you see what looks to be, uh, these murals along the floor as you're walking that lead you out into, uh, it sort of like there's several doors off to the sides. Uh, if you had to take a guess based off of what you know of this building, those are probably either some types of offices for um, maybe tax collectors or 
higher ups, somebody that was above your pay grade. They're probably not domiciles. They're probably some types of like small offices for people that come to work and just do their thing every day. Okay. Um, there is another big door, probably 35, 40 feet down at the end of the hallway. It's a big wooden door with like an arch on the top of it. So as I'm moving through here, I'm just assuming there's probably not a lot of high level magic from the top. Um, I'm going to use Scott mm-hmm. to say where the observing things in any of the offices or anything. He says near. The axe points itself up to the ceilings. You look up and you see what looks to be that same sort of almost magical darkness up and you can kind of make out the outlines of the rafters. Like I said, this looks very much, even in this part, it looks very cathedral-like. It looks like a church. It looks very much like the Belheim church, only bigger. The ceiling goes higher. So without that magical darkness is almost more like fog and it seems to flow in and out. And every now and then you get that sense of something sort of moving along through it, almost like swimming through water, just like you did in the Belheim area. Okay, so I I won't pay no mind. I mean act like I've been here where I'm supposed to be. I will um keep walking towards the big door. Okay. Um or I guess I'll check the It would be hard to tell if it's magic. It could be magic. The door's not locked, though. Uh, The door opens up into what looks to be the lobby that you are familiar with from when you first came in to go talk to the Obsidot. You can see the main entrance from this lobby. No, there's no no windows like that. The curtains have been drawn on the windows looking out. You have to walk to them. Okay. Are you being stealthy or are you just going to walk? Well, you don't see anyone else around, but you do get the feeling that you are being watched. And not by one set of eyes, but by many eyes. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Old man didn't get the memo. There's no work today. <laughs> How long has it been since he left us? Um, this whole thing has probably taken... Three, maybe four minutes. Never mind, it's not long enough. Yeah, we don't know what's going on. We don't even know where Maybe, Maybe five minutes at most. If he was gone for ten or more minutes, I could see me sending Tensel to just see. Because he's not really, like, observing. He's trying to get to the main entrance. Yeah, but it's not been long enough. Like, he has a mission. And you know how Elvin is. When he's focused, that's what he's doing. A seven. (laughs) A seven. You start to hear in your head something from your past long before you were the elven that everyone knows now, long before you were a member of the Orzov. You hear a voice in your head that you haven't heard in a really, really, really long time. So much so that You almost forgot what this voice sounded like. It's the sound of your grandmother. (laughs) See, here's what he does. He adds family to your character and then he kills. (laughs) What are you talking about? Rocky killed his own family member. I didn't. 
I said, hey, what's going on with your story? He's like, my dad killed that one kid. I said, you got it. Uh, the sound actually takes you off guard. Because at first it sounds like it's just in your head, like a whisper. And then you almost feel like it's coming from all around you. You're actually paralyzed for a second of uh, just trying to hear it. And you you hear the, the, the voice say a phrase that you haven't heard in a long time. I heard that one pretty recently. Don't get hurt. And keep your chin up. We don't cry. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll try to shake it, I guess. Try to shake it off. Um, okay. So if I peer out, did I get to peer out the window? You stopped about halfway across the floor hearing this voice. And then now it sounds like it's coming from all around you. The uh, scoff fog illuminates with a energy you've never really seen before. It's bright, almost like sunlight. You get the feeling that it's all around. Um, I'm going to have to break the door down. <laughs> we don't... We get you get about another five or ten feet trying to shake off the the sounds of this familiar voice and you hear the voice again only this time much more discerning i need you to make another wisdom saving throw this time at disadvantage Uh-oh. you have a disadvantage <laughs> because you failed the first one he's using the tiny one He's using the Edo one. 22. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> Not on saves. <laughs> um, you begin to hear the voice again, and it sounds much louder. And then you feel a, a very cold hand touch your shoulder. And you feel very reminiscent of Lila, only when you kind of turn to look, you see a spectral bony-like hand gripping the, the back of your shoulder, and it's holding on to you kind of tight. Uh, you get the sense of a cold chill filling your entire body. Um, it's so good to see you, Elvin. Uh-oh. <laughs> I haven't seen you in a long time. <laughs> Sounds like re-kill your grandma. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I would have been my dead grandma <laughs> You're not quite paralyzed, but it's very upsetting. Um, I'm going to kind of look down at my ring. As you go to cast your magic from your ring, it seems to fail you. Uh -oh. um, 
All when you do turn around though, you see nothing. When you say that phrase, you hear in your ear, I'm everywhere, Elfin. Don't you remember you put me here? You said it was the way, and that everyone has to pay their debts. You killed your grandma? Wow. Well... Make a history check. Um, your recollection does... You do not recall this memory. You remember your grandmother. You do not remember turning her into the Orzov. Um, well... I guess you should have taken it as a life lesson to always pay your debts. That's not my problem. It's yours. It's just silence. Disappointment. That's <laughs> no more issues. Um, okay. You're able to get to the window. Here out, and I see my friend. Yep. That was enough emotional damage to the terror okay. off. Now, on the door itself, how close is the door to where I'm at? Um, it's probably eight, nine feet. Like, there's a space of wall about eight, nine feet in between the two windows that are closest to the door. So, I'll walk over to the door. Um, is there any kind of lock on the door? Like, just like... No. The door seems to open just fine. I'll open... Knowing that probably screen is still on the other side. Uh... Open it slowly, just enough to where I think screws can kind of fit through. I mean, that's up to you. You Do don't I see the door open. You definitely see it open. When the door opens, and there's just fat. One word. I'm the door opens, and I recognize him from his. Yeah, you saw you saw him. All right, so I'm going to take my hand and push it through the doorway. Um, you're still invisible. Okay, then I go. Let me. And then when I go in, I let the bat out of the. Uh, The bat floats around, and you have concentration on it. As the door opens, though, even that small little bit, it looks as though like a black fog rolls out from the ceiling out onto the the uh, the main entrance to the building. I need everyone that's outside to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh-oh. I'm assuming I count because I'm outside and inside. Minus the familiars. The familiars would not need to make saving throws. Well, that's pretty good. You're within 10 feet of me and you get plus two. That's even better. Oh, thank you. I need to kind of... I got... A dirty 19. 19. 17. 17. 22. 22. Um, this fog <laughs> rolls around on the outside and seems to be... It moves with purpose. It doesn't move unintelligently. 
it swirls around you and you feel that sense of cold even with your concentration on that. You did feel the polymorph concentration break yes. though. Um, you start to hear the sounds of familiar voices way off in your brains, but they seem to fade. You can't quite make out who they were. It just gave you more of a familiar feeling. This fog is trying to mess. Scris. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. You did a minus two with you. With you? Yeah, yeah you actually I got have... a nine. A nine. <laughs> um, as soon as you enter in, you're kind of looking around and you're surveying the, the area in the room. Um, you get a sense of cold fill your body like a, a drafty window being open in the middle of winter. And you don't hear anything. You begin to see darkness fill the room. And it fades out everyone else around you almost as though you have been enveloped by shadow smoke. From the shadow smoke, you hear a familiar voice of Madame Madri. And she seems to be giving orders to some of the other people in your old troop, in your old entertainment troop. And everything that she says just seems rage-filled and hate-filled. And uh, as you're trying to shake off the effects of whatever is happening here, you get this very familiar sense of fear because you always were afraid of her, at least a little bit. Is this considered um, Go a charm effect? Um, then it goes quiet and then you uh, the, the smoke sort of parts like a curtain veil and you look out and you're inside Madame Madri's tent like her main tent and you're laying on one of the cots not long after your accident you're looking down and you're seeing all the the bandages and bruises and cuts that are trying to heal. And you just remember the excruciating amount of pain that you were in as they did not have proper healers to attend to you. They did it the best that they could, which is why sometimes you walk with a limp and sometimes you can't lay on your back for very long. You see Madame Madri over near her little cauldron brewing something with her very weird leather armor. Sort of almost looks like it's constantly dripping blood. Even though no blood falls to the ground. You see on her side, she carries uh, uh, two bladed weapons. One is a short sword and one is a, is a like a dagger. Um, they seem to emit almost like this smoke that comes off of them. She herself has a very intricate like headset, like a headpiece that goes on. Uh, and wraps around almost like a twisted crown. She is striking for someone so terrifying. Um, she has long black hair with bits of white through it, but it doesn't look like it's white from age, as if it was put there with purpose, put there not on accident. 
she herself looks to be a woman maybe in her mid-30s. Um, her face is very plain, but sort of always twisted in this weird sort of smile. Her nose sort of hooks just a little bit. She is human. But everything about her just insinuates that she's been through a lot of bad things. And she, in turn, likes to put people through a lot of bad things. She's a very thin woman. She almost looks like a corpse at times when she turns and you can see through parts of her armor. It looks like her ribs are showing on the sides. She has long flowing bits of red and black tattered ribbons that hang off the sides. She looks very much like a shaman or a spellcaster of some type. And you know this to be true because she's a very powerful wizard. Very powerful mage. And as she is bubbling her cauldron and you are in pain, she turns to you with this weird, twisted, almost joker smile. Says, oh, did you wake up? That's good. Where does it hurt? I think Scrizz is too scared to say anything at this point. Well, it's time to take your medicine. Scrizz just nods his head up and down. Mm, good. Still just keeps nodding. She's over there brewing and she goes and gets like this big, large ladle and pours it into this uh, stopper bottle that looks filthy. And the, the potion or something that she put into this almost looks like green, mucky swamp water um, with big chunks of something. It looks almost like dirt or mud floating around through it. And she brings it over to you and she begins to try to pour it into your mouth. You have no idea what's going on right now. Do I? Can I tell that he's in a trance at all? He's invisible. You guys have you guys have no idea what's going on with him. He's invisible right now. That's. I've got blind sense with the bat. Right, you can sense. It's not blind sight though. Yeah, but can I tell there's anything wrong? He just looks like he's standing there. You never know that anything's wrong with Scrizz. Scrizz always looks like he's bored. (laughs) This is true. Um, I'm going to try to resist it. Like, so you've got to, you go to close your mouth. I, I think at first, Chris is like, and the more he, he looks at her, he's, then he puts his lips together and starts clenching them tight. Like, you know how you just bite back on your lips? Oh, we have to do this all the time. And she holds your nose and, and, and basically forces you to take a breath. You do feel your nose clamp down and you're having a hard time breathing. If you want to hold your breath, you're going to start making constitution saving throws. I'm not going to fight it. Probably. You go to gasp for air and she dumps this thing down your throat. Now drink it. Drink all of it. All of the potion. It'll make you feel better. Do I need... This thing hits your throat, and it feels like someone trying to pour hot mud down your throat. It's thick, it's ooey, it it tastes terrible, even for a goblin's standards. You hear him begin to cough and gag. Can I attempt to spit it out in her face? You can try. That's what I want to do. I want to fight back a little bit, 
and I'm gonna I'm gonna calm down, and act like I'm going to swallow, and just do a big old, it's like right in her face. And as you go to move your head up and you go to spit this out, you spit out the the nothing. You basically spit out air, and it makes all of the scenery around you dissipate out, and you're back in the church. And then you just hear laughing in your head of Madame Madrid. I as Temple, I'm going to chirp at him, land on his shoulder, and just sort of like pat the side of his cheek. <laughs> like I know something's wrong. I don't know what. Yeah, the bird comes up to you. Or a bat. <laughs> the bat comes up to you. I'm Ignore for now. I'm still like thinking about Madame Madrid. Okay. Now, all of this happened in the span of about four seconds. Just like combat. (laughs) Is this fog still around? Uh, It seems to be uh, floating across the ground, but it's very low. And it seems to flow up into the ceiling in parts, too. Do your best to think your thoughts. Not about bad things you've done or what bad things have done, been done to you. Are you saying this out loud? Oh, and you hear a voice kind of fill the echoey chambers up above. You're going to talk about bad things. You know, you've put more people in here than anyone. Now you come into my home to try to steal from me. No. <laughs> um, I'm following what you're trying to do. Take something. But the difference is, is I'll give it back. If like you get you. there. You're just a uh, it's just like my grandmother coming to talk to me. A figment of my imagination. Oh, I assure you, I'm very real. You're not going to make me... Do you need further proof? You feel a, uh, like a poking in your back, like a large finger, like poking into you and shoving. I'm very real, and I can touch you whenever I want. That wasn't my instructions. On no back. Good luck. Is there a door that we see to get out of here? There are two other doors besides the door that Elvin came through. Elvin came through basically like the central door. There is the left door that you went down to go see the Obsidot before. It's right next to like a little window, almost like a ticket booth, where someone normally would sit to like admit people in. And then there's another door that you think might be some sort of like utility closet or uh, maybe a, sp- a spot for cleaning supplies. I'll relay that to Spruce. Um, all right, we're going to go left here. Go to that little telephone, and there should be an elevator. That's we're gonna kind of walk the same path. For all we know, where I was at, underneath of there, is the vault. What's the point of being invisible? Somebody's gonna stand right next to me and talk to me the whole time. 
You guys still want to do this? Uh... He might not be standing next to you. He might just be talking, knowing that you're yeah. around. You guys still in this? Just you two? Alright. I will mm-hmm. follow you. You're going to go to the left-hand door. Okay. And what is the rest of the group doing? I haven't been shaken yet, so I'm still as tinsel and now flying with them. I think I was still looking for a staircase that goes down. Around the outside of the building? Probably, yeah. Um, Make an investigation check. I think it would probably be fine at this point. As long as someone is making sure that no one's going to slip my throat at the same time. That's fair. Yeah, mine's not better. Um, you search in the whole time that this is going on, and uh, as you watch Elvin kind of go down the steps, you're not sure where Scrizz is at because you can't see him. Um, you don't seem to see any sort of like steps down or anything like around the back. In fact, it seems like it's very difficult to get around to the back side of the building from the courtyard. Well, I think that's all there is. I hope they found a way in. Yes, just wait. I'm assuming that I'm periodically, every once in a while, not all the time, popping back, telling them what's going on, and popping back mm-hmm. to. So you descend down in the very familiar set of spiral steps. They're large and winding down. They're not. It's not a narrow hallway. Um, again, this is not giving you the dark, dank dungeon feel. There are uh, large, beautifully sculpted sconces on the wall holding magically lit flames. Um, They sit above the staircase on the way down, probably 20 feet above your heads, and they're able to put off a lot of light in this this very dark place. The shadow darkness around you seems to flow all through the empty spaces where you're not walking. And you see through it sometimes, and you can see glimpses of the ceilings or the walls or the lower levels beneath you. But it's never quite solidified. It's never quite always there. As we descend, I will cast Bless. Do you have to be able to see everyone? I uh, think it's just has a touch. I think it's a touch spell. So who are you casting it on? I'm assuming it's pretty second character. Yeah, can but can you can you hear him walk? Can he you? He's within range. Oh really? What's the range? Uh thirty feet. So as long as you are within thirty feet, you will gain the benefits of it. Okay. So I'll keep walking down. Uh, I will give him bardic inspiration while I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Um, as you descend, you get this feeling that you've gone down further than you did before, but you have not reached the area where the Obzadot chamber was at. It strikes you as odd as you continue just to descend this set of steps. I need you to make a perception check. 
I'd also like, while he's doing that, keep an eye on the bat. Make sure that... It's still me? Yes. I was going to ask how far down we are. How mm, far away? They're pretty far. They're they're almost out of your range. Okay. I will keep the bat within range, and if I feel like it's going back to no connection, I'll just grab it and put it in my pocket. That way it's going to slow down somewhere. You suddenly get the feeling that the staircase is moving. Side to side, up and down. No, it's like you're walking on an escalator that you never are descending. You just continue to move your feet. Is there a handrail? No. That's not very safe. To get on that. Just jump down the stairs. Just infinitely fall. Um... You didn't notice it at first, but as you take a step down, you kind of feel as though you can hear the sound of brick on brick kind of sliding very, very slightly. Some good stuff. Uh, <laughs> damn, good. Fuck yeah. Will, uh, good job, DM. I'll handle my way. Okay. Alright, so you see his spectral uh, flowing wings come out of his back, and he jumps off the thing. What are you doing? And now, um, as soon as he goes up in there, I'll go, I'll jump up and grab his legs. Okay. Um, make a, we'll call it a, an acrobatics check. Oh, may die. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's not going to help that much. How much is bless? Twenty-four. So I have a possibility of six. It was an acrobatics. Oh, acrobatics. Ac- acrobatics. Never mind. I'm up to eight. <laughs> Eleven. That's Eleven. Okay. Uh, it wasn't a hard DC. You're you're able to reach out and grab onto his legs, and uh, you get a hold of one of his boots. You get a real good grip on it. It throws him off a little bit, but he's able to maintain his balance with these new wings. Are you trying to float or are you trying to fly? You want to fly up or down? Um, as you sort of almost start to do this like nosedive spiral down below you, you lose concentration of the bat. Bat is no longer within your range. And you just veer off into the darkness and uh, I need you to make uh, an, uh, we'll call it an acrobatics check. I replay everything so to the group outside. We're getting to a, a dark. He's, he is diving down into the fucking dark. So as we're getting to it's dark, yeah. I'm going to reach up and touch his wings. Yeah, and I'm going to uh, infuse them, like the, make them light up. That way we can have a scene. Can you touch ethereal things? I don't think so. I don't know. So I would say that you would not be able to infuse them. All right, then does he have a weapon on his side? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's always got Skullfog. Well, I'm going to touch Skullfog and turn that into a big lighted item. Okay. Skullfog lights up um, with his arcane influence on it. He just wants to see what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, because we're going right into the dark. (laughs) She's like, I'm going to need this part. Oh, he rolled a one, didn't he? Did you say plus ten? Well, I was only in fuel. Well, actually, it would have been one. Oh, my God. Uh, grand total of 12. 
Um, as you flow down into the magical darkness, um, uh, Skriz lights up your weapon. And right before you were about to base plant, going as fast as you were going uh, into pavers on the ground, you see just the faintest bit of the ground from the weapon. Just peer through just the slightest bit, and you draw your wings back, and you're able to not run headfirst into the ground. <laughs> but you are going to, because you're going to have to kick your feet out to almost kind of land safely, you are going to take... Three points of bludgeoning damage. Skriz, you are also going to take three points of bludgeoning damage as he basically uses you as an air brake. Because, <laughs> like, you were like this, and then he kicked his feet back like this to try and save you, and he used basically you to stop. Because it hurt your knees. Because I was biting you as soon as you stepped back. Uh, Don't from me. Yeah, so I guess now we're on the ground. So you have relayed this back to the group. What would you like to do now? I just relayed it to the group. I'm, you she has let you know that they are under the ground more than 100 feet. So and she lost contact with the bat. What do you guys want to do? Because you don't know if we're dead or not. That's right. Uh, Tinsel, I, no, I know Tinsel is still there. I don't know what she's doing, but I know at least Tinsel's alive. She's warm. She's in a pocket. Like, I can't tell what she's doing. I don't know. Probably gag it. Um, after we land, I will say where we'll stop. Um, <laughs> Scoffog points to the black mist swirls and kind of points all around you. Then an interesting thing happens as you're beginning to put your weapon away, it begins to point at Skrizna. You liar! I thought you took damage. You're no longer clear. No, that's not that's not unless no, it doesn't. I mean it's you just you attack. just landed on him and you can hear him over there going, God yeah. damn it, mother. It's not visible. It's only when he can't see it, but you know where he's at. It's only when he attacks, is it's when it breaks. So like or the or smoke kind of goes around him and you kind of get like the vague outline of where he is at times. You have a general idea of where he is. Plus him over there, you can hear him kind of like Ow, and he's you hear like his I'm trying to like pop his thumb back in. Um, it's hard to tell, it's dark down here. Mm, this is magical darkness. Um, so should we pick up the devil's side? So the only light we have is from Skull's Vogue, right? Presently, yes. Okay, uh, from what you remember. There is a chamber door not far from the bottom of the steps that led into the chamber of the Obsidot. You just don't see it. I'll use scoff block to try to use what little bit of light that I have. I feel around the walls. How big is the hallway to walk? It's not really a hallway. It's much like the bell, uh, the bell tower that you were in. It's more like a round cylinder room. Um, when you jumped down, you jumped straight down into the, basically the middle of all the steps, and before you collided, you you put your feet out. Like I said, this is much bigger than the bell tower, so you're somewhere in the middle of this room. You don't remember exactly what the dimensions of the room were at the bottom of the steps, only that it was pretty wide. So you are feeling around the walls. Skriznit, what are you doing? I'm getting up, dusting myself off with my 
Gotcha. Last job. I'm gonna, everybody should just gonna step and stare and not get up and just um look around. Uh, you see the same sort of like darkness around you. Bits darkness of, is around me. It's around everybody. It, it's dark down here. Okay. You see Scoffog off in the distance, not too far. He hasn't wandered too far away from mm-hmm. you, but the darkness moves around like smoke, and you'll see it kind of flow around things, almost serpentine. And you'll see parts of Elven disappear, and then it'll flow around, and then you'll see him again. Great, great time for your. If you had control of that one wind spell you get from your one. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying he you used the wand. No! <laughs> All of the challenges can be overcome by the wand. Exactly. Of See, it has so much variety that it's just so useful. Now, the door to Orzova is still open. Where is the rest of the party at? Did they go back to basically the main entrance? Like, just kind of standing like we're just chilling the main entrance. Like, I feel like we should decide how long we want to wait before we go in, because we don't have eyes or ears anymore. Yeah. And we don't know anything about, like, anything in this area either. I don't even think we saw where they went. When, uh, after Scrooge went in, did the door reclose? No. Okay, so it is open a little bit. And I... Go inside. I've well, relayed everything that they've seen so far. You saw, that I know. you saw oh, the store they went we down. You saw that either. they did go down, and yeah. then you saw that they ju- he jumped off the thing. Yeah, and then I lost. Then you lost contact. But I, I'm assuming they didn't die, or at least I know tens. Well, at least your familiar didn't die. Yeah. Get a little bit closer, just in case they need backup. Extremely Maybe we jump. could try getting close enough to get that contact too. Yeah, just stay like a hundred feet away. Yeah, sure. Let's uh, let's go in there and just just leave it. I feel like we should try and be quiet. You know, if you're gonna try to go thing. in quiet, Lake, I'm gonna need you three not, to make stealth rolls. I know it's not our best thing, but we might as well try. So <laughs> how long does it take to take armor off? Um, do, do you have full plate or like half plate? Full plate. It's gonna take like some time. <laughs> it's it's not like a five minute process. Oh, and you and you'd need help. I'll be in in like five minutes. I'll let you guys go well, first. I, if um, they need just, help, then I'll we just, can just wait. Yeah, I'll let's just, let's wait. We can do that, right. so we can help you with that. Since it's not okay, since you have two people helping you get the the armor off, uh, I'll say that the process will take maybe fifteen minutes. Okay. okay. I gotta pull the other way. Ah, that's my fur. <laughs> All right. Well, this is going on outside. Elvin. You feel across the walls, uh, you're, you're kind of circling around on the left-hand side as it's the closest wall to you. Um, and you are feeling out, hoping to feel maybe a doorway or an indent or an entrance to something. Um, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> One of those days, I see don't get it's roll two ones. You're gonna crit like every roll if we have a fight. Zero. Um, I'm pretty sure this is an eight. Have you rolled above a ten? Actually, sorry, sorry, we're good. Ten. <laughs> well, technically, no, he's not rolled above a ten yet. Ten. <laughs> that's still not above. Um, 10. as you reach out, and you're starting to pat along the wall. 
and obviously you can't see Skriznit. You just assume he's around you. Um, your arm seems to go through the wall almost like you go into an opening. I'm scared of saving throws. Be within 10 feet of me. Yeah, it's like you, you put your arm where there was wall and then it looks like it almost opened up into like a doorway or something. Um, you walk through the doorway. I need you to make a perception check. We're about to find out. It's just the branch you need to cast it. Hey, hey. <laughs> Don't worry, you get you get D four. It's a perception. Oh my gosh. Um you turn your head around for a couple seconds trying to see if you can use your goblin dark vision to somehow peer through this <laughs> this too. mist and and, and and black fog. And when you turn your head back, Elvin is gone. So the light's gone, everything. So I'm going to snap my fingers and take him view object off him. You lost me. Now you don't get no light. So I snap my finger and take my view light. And <laughs> now I'm just I'm just gonna be in the dark. I'm just gonna feel alone. Because I don't wanna light up because I'm invisible. You know what? So you are no, in here's what I'm gonna black do. darkness. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a ball bearing that I have out of my pockets. I'm going to light it up. And I'm going to like a little marble. I'm going to squat down to the ground and I'm going to roll it on the ground. Inspiration. Uh, as I'm you roll it in the direction I last saw Elvin. Uh, as you roll the little marble thing, it gets swallowed up by the darkness. You don't hear anything. Well, at least you got inspiration. So it was a really good idea. That's so why you got inspiration. As soon as I see it disappear, I'm just gonna be like, and I just walk straight towards it. Straight towards it. Straight towards where I saw the ball bearing disappear. I need you to make an athletics check. Or an acrobatics check. There's a pit. It's going to die. It disappeared because it went down. Green. Goblin green. I saw the 20 and then it went four. I got a four. That's so helpful. Do they acrobatics? You you can pick acrobatics or athletics. Pick an acrobatics. So, eight... Well, okay, so you begin to step forward trying to follow the marble and not really paying attention to what's going on, don't really know where Elvin's at, and as you do, you step and your foot touches nothing for a second, and you look for just a brief second, you see your little marble rolling down into vast nothing, down into a hole on the ground, and you are able to step back and avoid falling into a very large hole. You know, at this point... I feel like they already know we're here. They can play these mental mind games. I'm just going to take a torch out and light it. <laughs> I'm done playing these. Like, I'm done. So, yeah, I just, I take a torch out and light it. Uh, you light it up. It lights up. You're able to see around, uh, about five feet around you. 
I see the pit in front of me. Oh, you see it. And as you look down into it, you're not sure how far down it goes. Because it looks like your little marble thing got enveloped back into New Darkness. Can, can I see if there's a ledge on the other side of it? Or? Yeah, it's basically like a it's like a it's like one of the the stones in the floor it was missing. It's just gone. So I can walk around. Very it. easy. That's all. I'm gonna try to walk. Okay. Well, so while you're dealing with this and trying to safely navigate around this, I'm not usually good at this multi-party thing. That's Elvin. True. Yes, Elvin. Back. You walked through some sort of a chamber. Um, you hear the sounds of bricks slamming shut, like, around you, from behind you. Uh, I need you to make an athletics check. Or an acrobatics check. What's the word? Yippee-ki-yay, motherfuckers. (laughs) I put you guys in Scooby-Doo Haunted Mansion. This is great. I'm having such a good time. An eight. Um, as you walk through this chamber in like the the vast darkness, you uh, you step down, and all of a sudden you hear uh, this little tripwire noise kind of tink off, and the floor underneath of you goes into like a straight sliding almost spiral. Um, you begin sliding down almost like this twisted uh, set of uh, like a like a slide. It's uh, the bricks no longer are smooth. They're, uh, I'm sorry, they're very smooth as you're going all the way down. You're trying to hold out your arms to try and catch anything, but you can see nothing. You are in a free fall, sliding down on the floor. I need you to make another athletics or acrobatics check. So can I use my wings? You've already used them once. (laughs) Here comes a death for me. Here comes a death for me. Yay. It's a genius. Fourteen. Um, fourteen. So as you are sliding down and in, in plunging into this this vast darkness, you know that you are not falling. You are sliding, but the incline is very deep, and you're looking for anything that you can grab onto. And the first thing you think to do is grab Scoffbog. And when you do, you hear Lila's voice in your head say, "Just believe." And as you do, your wings pop back out, and you're kind of flying in the air, and you and you kind of look around you, and the smoke disappears in the area around you, and there's a giant pit filled with spikes, probably about fifty feet out. It's all spikes. Yeah, mm-hmm. you planned that right. I didn't. Um. <laughs> <laughs> You peed yourself too, right? <laughs> As you uh, kind of again, it's darkness down here. You can't see anything but the glint uh, uh, every now and then from like some magically lit sconces of blue flames are sort of around this round chamber. Um, you see the darkness is all around you still, so it's hard to see, and you only see traces of the blue light. What's the range? I thought it was pretty feet. far. It's a thousand, thousand feet. Um, the Wand of Wonder is roughly 25 feet in front of you. Huh. Surprise. It's a, it's, a, it's a skeleton. <laughs> it's a skeleton <laughs> heart that has a Wand yeah. of Wonder. So you fly across the pit. 
and as you kind of are peering through the darkness, uh, heading on towards the signal of the Wand of Wonder, uh, you go through what looks to be another large opening, and you come out into another area that's dark. And you kind of catch glimpses every now and then of like a torch in the dark light. So is he still invisible when he's holding this torch? That's up to him. Yeah, yeah I'm, gonna exactly. keep, I'm gonna keep it up, but the that's torch funny. is out. I mean, that's funny. So, oh, he sees the flame. Yeah. How close might it the flame? Just keeps getting further away. You, uh, I don't know. Are you continuing to walk? I'm walking around with the torch out above. Just yeah, you, so you kind of you see this torch kind of like down on the ground, like looking around he at the stone. It's just like a ghost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything. Either. Okay. Just keep walking. Yeah, you wouldn't know that it's him. The only so thing that is wand of wonder. Wonder. But the Wand of Wonder, since you've located it, seems like it's like right there. Okay. Just keep following. Okay, so yeah, you follow him around. You can make a perception check to see if you actually can feel him or see <laughs> you him. You just see, like, come on, this green dot, really don't funny. come to this. <laughs> this is straight up Scooby Doo. I loved it. Of course you did. Of course you did. Of course, when I don't want you to work, you roll good. Um, perception, I've got a 18. Uh, oh, well, hold on. 19. Oh. 19. Uh, you can you tell the elephant is behind you. Elephant? You there? <clears throat> Trying to uh, keep everything calm. Now, would he know? He, like, he hears my <laughs> voice, like, all the voices he's heard. Does he know it's really me that's calling out there? Okay, you know what? <laughs> well, there's one way to tell it's Chris. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm. I'm doing good now. If you don't watch out in front of you, you're not gonna be doing good. There's a hole in the floor. Yeah, I found it. No, there's another one, and I kind of like. I'm you kind of like, like I can't point at. Well, it. you have your torch. You can. Yeah, go. I'm like, it's right it's here. Over there somewhere. <laughs> Okay, so while you guys are having this little heartwarming reunion of maybe it's Scriz, maybe it's not Scriz, man, I'm having such a great time. I'm going to light a scoff fog back up. That okay. way he has a light source. Uh, yeah, so you're, you're, Sorry, your thing you lights back me. up. Uh, party outside. Uh, we, we, we got you out of the armor now, or at least enough that you will not be rolling disadvantage checks. Yep, good enough. Well, uh, you think there's anywhere I can like check this so it's not just sitting in the middle of the floor? Do I see you can put it in around? my coat if you want. That is such a good idea. Yes, she has a couple of very large, like the one back side of it is basically like one big hole. Yeah. Uh, you hear you hear a clatter in there uh, against some stuff that didn't sound like it. It's there's other stuff in there. Like you broke like glass shattered. I probably should ask beforehand. Is there anything like fragile in there? It's all broken anyway, it's fine. Oh, good. Well, I'm making <laughs> more pieces for you then. Yeah, it's more fun that way. Oh, perfect. Well, let's, uh, let's go head on in and let's kind of Before we walk in the door. Now, I don't, I'm assuming I didn't hear everything that was going on in their heads, but I can tell, I think, that something happens in the mist, in the fog, right? You all got a, a looming sense of something bad when the door got opened. But as okay. far as something weird happening in the mist, no. Okay. Then the only thing I'm going to do is I'm going to reach into my bag. I'm going to pull out a blanket, and I'm going to toss it over my shoulder and carry it with me. Okay. Uh, what's this blanket look like? It's just an old, tattered blanket. Okay. Like a quilt? Sure. 
Okay. I'll cast a uh, bless on the three of us. All right. Yay, bless. Oh, and there, a. Um, there, there. Yeah, that's right. Oh, mm-hmm. I could have picked up bless, but I already knew that Elba had, so I didn't bother. So what does bless mean? Also, I'm not sure. It adds a d4 to all saving throws and ability checks. One more around him? Just two. No. Or just here. As, okay. long as, as long as he maintains concentration. Yeah, as long as concentration. Okay. All right, so. 16. <laughs> Party outside team. Party on me. You guys are in Orzova yeah, now. So my AC is effectively 15 currently. Yeah. When uh, you enter into um, the church. Are you wearing any armor at all? Uh, Not anything that actually provides put, defense. Oh, you did? Like, okay. like maybe the metal braces that we yeah. maybe, but that doesn't count. it's not really going to do anything. No. I think it's really anything that adds That's AC. Like the only add. thing, you can have a shield, but that doesn't count as a mage armor at least. But, so, um, I guess we'll call you now the party inside people. Um, I need you all to make wisdom saving throws. Oh, right. And the D4. Oh, this is gonna be great. All right. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna have mind fuck games, it's bad. I guess it's good for you. That well, actually, it makes it makes it way more fun. Because <laughs> I'm having a blast. Like if we all pass it and be like, hey, ah, seventeen. Okay. Seven. I got. Tw- I thought mine was twelve. With plus two, it's like I got a two to me. Oh, plus two. Then, um, I got a negative one. What? <laughs> Listen, she's smart. That's fair. <laughs> I rolled a three and I ended up with a 12, so thank you, Rocky, for all the buffs. Yeah. Um, Elizica. Uh-oh. Okay. You hear a voice inside of your head that sounds very quiet like a whisper at first. You don't recognize the voice at first, yet it seems familiar to you. It's a male voice, and the voice starts to get a little bit louder and a little bit louder. Then it very much clearly starts saying your name. Like a chant. No, just every now and then. Almost like it's asking, like, like with the inquiry and behind its tone, like, Lizica? Lizica. Is this going on? It's just every, every, every couple of seconds you hear, it gets a little bit louder each time it says your name. Lizica. So I'm just going to wait until, I'm not sure what's happening right now. Because I haven't experienced what they have experienced with their whole thing, so... I don't know what's happening. You begin to pay more attention to the voice to see if you can kind of pinpoint it. Make a perception check. Of course, I crit in the perception check. And yeah, that's a... Uh, that's a 29. <laughs> you recognize the voice as your voice. The reason that it sounds strange to you is you've never heard your voice when you weren't speaking. That is, that's true. It's like you're recording yourself. And it's probably like, maybe it's your alive voice, but now you're on dead voice. It sounds different. Mm-hmm. It's that missing little cheekbone, and you know. I like, I mean, I guess at this point, Liz was just kind of looking around. Mm-hmm. 
Did you forget your purpose? Why are you here? This is not your end goal. Wasn't your end goal immortality? All the knowledge? Uh, yeah. All that you've sacrificed, you end up here. Such a shame. We're disappointed in you. As uh, did you say that out loud? Yeah, it's gonna be a As you say that, you hear several different voices that sound like you all calling out to you. Oh God! All of us. <laughs> What do you mean, who's we? We're right here. So as this is happening... <laughs> Rocky's just completely fine. Navinda. <laughs> oh, gosh. You don't hear a voice, but you start to... Uh, you, you experience something similar to what Skriznik experienced, which you didn't see. Um, the darkness in this room starts to, starts to swirl around, almost like black smoke and mist. Uh, it blocks out and blots out all the light in the room only for a second and then it sorts of sort of like pulls the curtains back away and you are in a very familiar place to you it looks like home you see familiar people names of which I'm not going to give yet but she's there And he's there. Oh, it's a female. It's a male. So exactly. And it's there. Dog, or cat, or a sheep. It's true. But the one that has been missing is still not there. The it's. Lumbers and hawks around, to and from doing familiar things. And that's all you catch is like these glimpses. You feel like you're home again. You're very lost in kind of not wanting to leave. All as well. Man, you get that and I get myself yelling at me. <laughs> your home life is very happy you begin to wonder why you even left in the first place you start to think that maybe you'll just go home adventures are stupid anyway. have something to get back to anyway then the the curtain sort of fades out and you go back into the church. Your sense of wanting to see this through diminishes. Rocky. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so which, which way uh, did, did they go? Um, right, right. Um, uh, snap on. It's dark. It's okay. My... 
You just keep hearing your voices yelling at you. I feel like at this point you just, just hear Liz like... You're doing the best you can to just like kind of block them out. He's like, I still hear voices and I feel like every now and then I hear him mutter like, I still have time. That's really all you catch. You're muttering that? Yeah, Liz is muttering that. Okay, so I think, like, I feel like I've seen this kind of thing before in combat, like, people getting inside their own minds and, like, keep being trapped, so I'm gonna, like, give Liz a nice little, like, a, uh, definitely doing a hit point of damage, but not trying to, like, break his jaw, just like, hey, snap out of it, man, we got shit to do. You alright? You Right here. Look at my make, horns. Make an unarmed strike. I would say yes. Yeah, that's fair. Plus a D4. Oh. <laughs> Third level divine smite. He hits you and you just hear in the arms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's 23. Yeah, that definitely hits. Ah, uh, so. Well, I didn't want to do nine damage. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to do like you one can damage. opt to do the minimum. I will do the minimum. Hit me for one one damage. One damage. So he smacks you, and I keep when he the does, concentration he... on the invisibility. Don't worry. <laughs> 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 only because I have only because I have banned from Warcaster. Otherwise, I would have gotten a five. I'm not gonna lie, this is so the best funny. section for me I, ever. If you would have broke it that time, I think Skriz is down there, like in front. of Elvin's face. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bill's ability drops. He's like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to lie. This has been the absolute best session for me out of all it's the chats. It's so fun. <laughs> this is such a Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Snap out of it. Center focus here. Which way did they go? That way. Let's go that way. Yeah. Sure. And as we walk, I reach in my pocket and I grab a tiny doll. It's even more beat up than my usual stuff. And I just sort of sit it so it's peeking out of my pocket right here. So it as a reminder. Cool. Alright, let's head that way. Come on, Benji. You begin to make your way down the same spiral steps. You see that same strange darkness that seems to be enveloping all the empty spaces in this this chamber. Be back to you in a moment. Alvin and Skrizna. Back to Velma and what are Fred you? Or Velma, Velma and are you guys Daphne Fred and Daphne and Fred? Are they Daphne, Daphne and Fred? Baby Shaggy Velma. <laughs> yep, that's what it is. We 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 plotted this out when they were doing some shit. So you're that's Scooby right, and right. he's Shaggy and you're Velma. Uh-huh. Yep. I, I am that animal. totally fits. Does. <laughs> I'm Daphne. No, he's, he's Daphne. You're Fred. Yeah. You're Fred. You're, you're, Fred. you're definitely Fred. <laughs> I need a mascot. <laughs> <laughs> um. So do I got him around a little pitfall that was there? Yeah, he sees it. Okay, so I'm gonna continue walking forward with the torch up, down. You know, just looking all very around. cautiously. Yes. Okay, I like it. Um, you continue to walk across. Uh, you see the steps. You kind of walk around the steps, and you find the bottom steps. And Elvin, you remember at the bottom of the steps, the door was pretty much directly across. From the bottom steps, you see a uh, a door. Not there, it's more of a doorway, not an actual door. That seems to lead into a 
Well, it leads into darkness because everything's dark down here. Mm -hmm. So there's a door. I'm going to wiggle the handle on it, see if it's unlocked. The door is ethereal. Is that the one he walked? Oh, never mind. <laughs> um, so as soon as I go to grab for it, I, I, I... Your hand just goes right through it. I'm going to... <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'm going to... Um, speak over my shoulder to open my like, Well, good luck. I dive through the door. Okay. Uh, yeah. You can't see. Yeah. Yeah. You can't see him. You can see his torch, <laughs> but you can't see where he's at. So yeah. Before I dive in, I throw the torch in first, and then I dive in after. Got the it. Torch. So you see the torch kind of go, and then it disappears in the darkness. Well, so when I see the torch throw it, I'm going to just instantly fly straight in because I'm figuring he's going in alone, even though he threw it. Okay. So you fly over him. Yeah. You're still behind him. So do I feel him go over you, me? I mean, you feel something go over top of your head. So yes. as before, so before I dive, before I dive through, he goes over. My, so he goes over the head as soon as he sees the torch, right? Yep. I'm gonna catch myself before I dive through. I'm like, bro. You're, you're not. You're not Daphne. You're Scrappy. You're definitely fucking scrappy. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of going through, I just want to slowly walk through the door. Like, you have these moments where people like your character, and other moments where people are like, fuck Scrappy, man. He just ruined the show. So, yeah. As soon as he goes over, I'm going to hold myself back from diving through and slowly walk through now. Okay. So, Elvin, you go through, and you find the torch... You're not sure where Scrizz is at. But he's not holding the torch anymore. And you kind of come up from behind. You're not sure what exactly flew over you. You didn't see it. Do I see him now in front of me? Yes, now you can see him because he's holding this torch. He has my torch. And scoff fog is lit up. So I'm going to walk up to him and grab my torch and take the lead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you feel something. Grab the torch out of your hand and just start moving. All right, so just kind of with the torch light, what do I see? Darkness. The light only goes out between sometimes between five and seven feet around you because magical darkness is awesome. <sighs> Party inside, people. I need one of you to make a perception check. Only one, only one, or yeah, whoever has the highest passive perception. Um, 16. Thirteen, eighteen, and for you the investigation. No passive perception. So yeah, sixteen. 13. So I'll let you two decide who gets to roll the perception check. I think I, said it was years I have a plus six to my my actual modifier. I would say yes. Yeah. Okay. And a so, D four. Don't forget that D four. Uh. 17. So mm. One higher than the You hear the very faint sound of stone on stone. You feel that you've been walking down the set of steps for a very long time, and that you're not sure how you're not to the bottom or maybe seeing something, uh, stairway off, uh, ledge way off, just nothing. You get the sense that the stairs are actually moving. 
Because I don't think we're going down. Walking down, it's just a long-ass staircase. I, uh, I think the stairs are moving against us. Do you need another slap? <laughs> listen, listen, listen. You'll hear it. And you hear, like, stone against stone? Does it sound I... like I hear hoof against stone. <laughs> Can I use locate object on... I just pick a, a stone. I use locate object and see if it's moving. If that makes sense. You're using one of the steps? Yeah, I'm just aiming at one of the steps. Basically, I want to see if it's moving. Are you familiar with the step? Well, I assume I looked at it. Okay. I think as long as you look at it. Sure. Steps. Next it's not moving while you guys are standing still. And How then about we walk? start moving? You feel that it moves above you. Okay. Okay. So, so they're moving. Checks out. We go past the step. It's above us. We so just keep going. We're just stand, walking in place. Well, if you were going down, the steps would be above you. And it's above us, right? Oh, okay. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, it's just a long staircase. I mean, you know. Such a... I'm going to give you inspiration, too, because that was clever. <laughs> but if going down a set of steps would give you the same results. It would. I still don't... <laughs> that doesn't prove it for me. I still think that we're not getting anywhere. Um... Yeah, I'll push Rocky. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah, push, that'll work well. Eight, let's push eight Rocky down the steps. I'll go like five. <laughs> um, at, from this the, from this vantage point, though, if you try to reach out to your familiar, you are within range of it. Okay, so in that case, I'm gonna go tell them that I'm doing this, and I assume we're gonna stop because I can't walk and no, do it at the same no. time. And I'm gonna pop in and chirp at you guys. <laughs> so the bat begins to be more communicative than it has been in a while. Just chirping and flapping. So I'll let him out of the pocket. Um, what are you telling your bat to do? I pop out of the pocket, and I sort of... I can't see you. Can I see you? Yeah. No, you I have one sight. So you can sense where he is. Okay, so I'm going to pop out and sort of chirp. That and might like, be helpful in the well, situation, yeah. though. Really yeah, the blind off. sight would get through magical darkness, because yes. you, as long as your bat can hear, you can sense mm. where things are at. That's very do good. Do you see anything? Well, they can't... Do you see anything? Like that, the bat sees yeah. all kinds of stuff. The bat can sense the room, but we can't. The bat can't talk, so you guys can't know. But and you go, do you see anything? The bat's like, motherfucker, yeah, I see all kinds of shit. But yeah. it comes out. <laughs> so we hear it squeaking at us, right? I'm gonna go. Man, I really wish I would have picked up the settings. Speak he does not speak back. <laughs> um, I'm going to just kind of ask out. Um, do you see any kind of vaults, any valuable items, anything? I'm thinking if we just steal something, the dwarves have own all. So this whole thing is their fault. We just steal a brick. We steal anything. Crumb on the ground. Yeah, where you're currently at. Frustrated. Again, frustrated. The bat has a very difficult time communicating to the group. Can you fly to something that's bad? I mean, you control the bat, so. Well, I don't know what's around me. You, you can see the hallway that they can't see. The hallway goes out into a very large chamber. Um, also goes back towards the stairway. 
Okay. I'm well, one direction goes towards the stairway, one direction goes towards what looks to be a large opening. Can we use the bat to send her back to go grab the... Re- I'm guessing if they're within range... Well, I, uh, you guys would have to go with me, because I don't know how you guys got to where you are. I don't know where yeah, you are. Yeah, we don't know how you got to where uh, you are. Backhand? Oh, yeah, there's in my pocket. Do you, guys have, couldn't hear you guys basically to go back that. up the stairs by if you want us there. Or we're at to find our own way. Well, since the bat's finally chirping now, it's finally chirping at us, I'm assuming we know they're with it. You feel that, from what you have seen, that probably. Um, I would say just based off of perception, yeah. So can I tell? I'm going to land and thumbs up. <laughs> um, the stairwell... Get close. The stairwell. You need to fly down, but be careful. You might hit the floor. If you don't have some light. Um, so if anybody can fly, once you get down here and feel around on the walls, there's going to be an equal door. That's where we are. Watch out for a pit. Hit the floor. I didn't bring the fly spell today. So I'm going to pop back and relay this to the second team. Chip rope? I have rope and he has rope because I gave him one. You can try maybe using a rope to get down? I also, if we need... Oh! Question. I have a blanket I have animate. I can animate. Mm-hmm. Can I... Where is going? Can I essentially turn it into a flying carpet? <laughs> yep, that's, that's what I thought. For one, I assume, because it's only a medium size. A flying carpet? No. Not unless you actually cast fly on it. I mean, I would have to... But you'd have to cast fly and animate. I would well, say that you could maybe like... make it into, like, a... Almost like a parachute you could land into, like... Well, if, if, if it... you send it towards the bottom, because it moves... You could kind of command it to boof out, and maybe you could land in it. I would say, as a pair, as a flying carpet, no. It does say that if it if it ha- doesn't have legs, it can fly. Is the only reason why. Correct. It's... Okay, just make sure. Okay, um, so that's a no. Um, but I mean, it's like a blanket. Yeah. It's not like huge. I had to ask. I and and I and, and again, I can't give you inspiration again. But I would say that it could you could kind of command it to go down towards the bottom and maybe catch you. Use my immovable rod and put it against a step and click it to see if that stops the steps from moving. Ooh, that is also clever. Inspiration. I wanted to use this for something that it would actually work for, and it didn't work for so, so this is does that help? Um putting the rod on the step. The steps are not able to move. You Ooh. hear the sound of grinding almost on That's metal on metal. Good. I like that. All right, now when we're coming back up, don't forget to remind me to pick that back up. True. Yeah. It was, uh, um, can I kind of take a second to inspect this fog and see if I can... It's moving around and stuff and seemingly messing with it. Can I just see if it's maybe like some sort of creature or alive in some way. 
You would have no way of knowing. That's fair. Can I try casting um, Word of Radiance, seeing if any sort of radiant damage might affect this fog at all? I mean, you can always try. I want to try it, see what happens. Because it's more of like a, I don't know, light thing. Um, as you cast Word of Radiance, um, brilliant bolts of radiant energy stem out from basically uh, your your symbol and they flood out across the floor. Um, you hear the sound of something shrilling and shrieking. And the smoke and mist seems to back away from it. That's good. From radiant damage. That's good. Good to know. Man, I like being a cleric. <laughs> uh, well, that's good to know. Um, so I guess we can progress forward. Yeah, if you want me to smite the smoke, you like so if we need to see more, maybe we can use it that's in specific areas. Um, can you what? just keep casting that? Or I mean, it's a cantrip, so. Might as well. Keep going. Um, I have my goggles of what are they called? Um, goggles of night. Yeah. Um, do they work in like the magical darkness or not? In magical darkness? No. I'm assuming no. Okay. Yeah, they just, like normal they just give you dark vision. Okay. It's very few things that go through magical darkness. But so, uh, every time that you cast the word of radiance, you hear what sounds like this this loud shrieking noise as if something's in pain as you. Uh, basically take a step and then you radiate out energy and it kind of clears the path i'm going to give you inspiration if i haven't already as well um and you are able to catch up with your friends and you guys see all this radiant light pouring out and uh after a few casts of this spell the swirling dark mists around you begin to like fade out and they don't want to be anywhere near (laughs) how y'all doing hey guys where the fuck have you been well, we was standing guard, and then... So this chubby little bald vampire is <laughs> yelling at you in Elvin's voice. <laughs> I just want to point that out. It's a pretty pretty good image. Hey, turn, so you turn around. The group, they show up. You're still invisible. I'm still invisible. Yep. He turns around like I'm leading, so I just throw down the torch. I turn around. and Is the place lit up? Now we can see without the torch. Yeah, or... all the sconces are up. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. As soon as he turns around, it's like, where the fuck have you been? I'm gonna turn around and I'm, I'm gonna be use my cantrip and be like, Boop, touch his clothes with diabolism. It makes them rot, correct? <laughs> yeah. Anything non-magical that you're wearing just rots and falls off. No. Just like your clothes, just, just your clothes. basic clothes. Basically, your pants and your, your shirt. And... <laughs> Where the? I quickly cast minor illusion to cover that up because nobody wants to see that. Wow, I didn't know you had a tattoo. <laughs> and then I'm gonna turn around and start walking down the. Do we see anything down the hallway? Uh, the hallway opens up into a large circular chamber. Elvin, you recognize this chamber as the Chamber of the Obsidian. So, uh, are we close down here, or what? Um, I mean, 
I think we'll get more of us. Well, we have we have that big opening over there. Looks like gold for clear, and that's the moment. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. Haven't you been down here before? Never been in the vault. Well, let's keep heading there and keep doing the the radiant thing along the way, just in case. I'll keep it. I'll keep it on hand because right now the fog seems to have backed off. So. And if you guys see any, don't talk to. Me. Okay. Okay. Sure. Sure. The plan. It's done. So. You are entering into this large circular chamber. Uh, it's probably 50 foot in diameter. It's huge. When you walk in, you walk across what looks to be a, it's not a narrow platform. It's almost like a bridge that uh, it goes out into a large circular stoneworked tile. Um, around the edges of this chamber is a, is, is a very large, like, uh, like a balcony almost. Elvin, you recognize this immediately. You see several chairs that are sort of at the head of this chamber. The circular symbol on the stonework floor is the uh, Orzov insignia. It lights up with this sort of like faint whitish blue glowy energy as you enter onto it. You are standing in the chamber of the Abzadot. Um, uh, do we see anything of value while we're in here? At we, all? We don't. Not yet? Nope. You just see the stone ceilings and floors and walls, but the shadow stuff is no longer coming, blocking your view of anything. It doesn't want to get close to your party. Do we see, like, adjacent rooms that may hold? We see what like looks to walls? be... As this sort of circular room, it kind of goes up. It almost looks like a tower underground, if that's the, that's the best way I can describe it. And there are no actual stairs that lead up to the tops of this, but there are doors all around. Metal doors with big locks on them. Can I cast Locate Objects and say Gold? That's pretty generic. Pretty generic? Got it. Because it might detect the gold in Rocky's pocket or Elvin's pocket. Or... <laughs> He's like, I'm what Sorry, they call gold a baller. Is beneath me? Uh, Elvin, you did not recognize this part of the Obsidot chamber before when you were here. You did not see all these doors. It was as if the darkness that was following you all through the building was blocking this out from your view when you were in here and had your council with the members of the Obsidot. So now that the fog's gone, uh, yeah, I was going to ask. Scoffog points at the chairs. 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 Uh Uh-oh. Go if the council's watching this. (laughs) And it points at the ceiling. Can I pass locate object uh, for blood money? I would say that's not specific enough. I would say don't waste the spell slot, correct. Are there any of those doors on the first floor? Yeah. 
can uh, just go up to one? Um, there's a few on the like outside edges of the, uh, like the balcony, but there's no stairs to get to them. And how the the gap that you guys are between here and the balcony is pro it's probably like a good 25, 30 feet. All right, Scrizz, are you ready? Like wherever he looks on the complete off, I'm like, ready for what? Yeah, you, you definitely still can't see him. <laughs> I'm just keeping my concentration because why not? Uh, Scrizz, uh, you remember when you were flying? So now I moved to a different spot. <laughs> yeah. Well, you want to fly again? Alright, come over here. I walk on the other side of you. <laughs> right here. I jump on his hand. I'm going okay. to shot put him up and try and get him in the door. Um, it's 25 feet up in the air? No, it's 25 feet. To the balcony. The balcony oh. is on the same level as you. But there's like but it's a like it's a gap all the way gotcha. around. Other than the bridge that you guys like the set of steps that took you up to like a stone bridge, the platform is not anywhere close to the balcony. It's almost like it's floating out there. So the the platform is not on the door or it is on the door? The doors are on the on the outskirts of the balcony. So if I aim for the balcony, I'm gonna get the door too. Yes, you see around the balcony, which goes all the way around the chamber almost entirely. It's more of a three-quarter crescent because there's nothing behind you, obviously, except for the door you came in. There are there are a few doors along that, and then there's doors all the way that go all the way up into the... You're not sure how far they go. So I'm going to try and chuck him at the door. Slash balcony. I'm going to give you, like, a picture. I don't, I don't have one. I'll you. So... You guys came in through this like little chamber thing, and it kind of is like a circle. And then there's like this balcony around you. And then this is the chamber where you guys came in. And this is a wall, and this is kind of a wall, and it kind of dead ends there. So this is the this like black swirly stuff around is like the gap. So it looks kind of like that. We're in the middle. Here. Yes, you're in the middle. And then all the and then the doors are out on that they're on that outline, yeah. and then there's that walkway around there. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So are the are these seats? Are they on the balconies? Or are they... yes, they're on the balcony. Okay. They're like they're directly across from where you walk in. And is Elvin the only one that knows that? Bug I don't think he team? ever he ever told you guys. That. Okay. So yeah, Elvin, you're the only one that knows that where the undead are. So when I get on his hand, I give him bard. That's a good. <laughs> Makes sense. One good. I'm ready to roll. He's done. What's up, too? So, yeah. you go to put him into your hand, and he suddenly feels very, very heavy. Like heavier than you've ever felt him feel before. So that's the plan. Toss the goblin. You can see me. That's bullshit. <laughs> so we're hearing this out loud, not like in our heads. Mm hmm. Mm. It's an interesting plan. Can you make my goblin lighter? I feel like you made him heavier. Hmm. <laughs> they did get further than anyone. Yep. You must appease the spirit that haunts this building. Oh, I think angry. 
don't think I like to Appease him, like make him happy, make him laugh. We had to do that already. The living have much to fear. The dead no longer fear anything. I think you need to talk to my good friend Liz here, because he does lots of fear and, and he is not living. He all's dead. That's not always smell. He does smell dead. And you're scared of stuff, right? Death fills your party. You all have faced it. Or embraced it. Or made deals with it. Does he still hold me like... He's like having a really hard time like, like getting you up. Like getting you to like go above his shoulder. It feels like. So I feel like he's like it, this. It, it, he yeah. feels like he weighs like five or six hundred pounds. I just I just drop. Yeah. Crater. Crater. I'm not sure they're worthy. Let's drop the this they're not scared but thanks maybe i can scare them with my death pack angel with something you hear a whisper in your ears <laughs> you have to find the key yourself Well, if we want to scare him, we could show him that flask you got. <laughs> I don't it's think almost, I don't think I'm scared of that. That's almost him. I think you misunderstand your task. We don't care what you fear. We care about wealth. We care about deals. Yes, immortality. The spirit that haunts this place cares. All of you have interacted with it. It's been plagued with you. So now, it wants to know what you fear. I'm gonna walk towards, do we know where the voice is coming? Is it from all around or? It's coming from the chairs. I'm gonna walk towards the chairs on the, um, the cusp of the thing. As you walk forward, you begin to see a, a ghostly ethereal shimmering. You see five figures sitting in the chairs. They are all gaunt. They are all spectral. Uh, one of them looks like they have a skull for a face. One of them looks like it's wearing some type of a hood that you cannot see into its face. Uh, the other one in the back in the middle chamber almost looks like he's not sitting. Uh, he looks very large almost like an obese sort of man. Um, you see one that looks very gaunt and scrawny. And the other one is almost more like a wisp. I, you don't really quite see all of it. All right, walking towards it. So is there like a handrail around the... No. It's just straight towards the edge of it. I'm going to walk right to the edge of it. <clears throat> You want our fear? I fear that I will get my reckoning with Madame Madrid. 
or the guy or um Ichabod. I don't fear death, but I fear those two things. You hear the chamber above you begin to it sounds almost like a, like a wind tunnel. And then with that, when I hear the wind, and I'm going to just take a step forward. You take a step forward and you see what looks to be a funnel of dark, swirling mist envelop him. and He disappears. You guys don't see him. Well, that didn't work. Is my bat still in his pocket? The bat went with no, the, him. The bat was loose. But the bat that was loose. loose. Yes. Okay, never mind. <laughs> You're like, thanks Dang. a lot. You're worried about the bat. <laughs> well, I can communicate with you depending. Uh, no, no. The bat, kind of. Remember, I let the bat out. Well, yeah. Uh, well, still with having located objects, like, where's the one that wasn't him? You're not sure. Um, it does not seem to be on this plane of existence. Was that an appeasement or was that a bad one? I couldn't really. I mean, <laughs> it didn't look good, but I, I can't really. Uh... From the ceiling, you hear a voice that does not sound like it's coming from the throne rooms. What do you fear? Um, what do I, what do you fear? Oh, I, uh, I don't fear death. Oh, it's Elvin, Elvin <laughs> Winsoul. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't fear death. I've already made a pact with it. Um, I think the only thing I fear is losing my new friends. Is this a truthful answer? Like they need to insight check it. <laughs> you guys can insight check it. Insight check it. Yeah, actually. With a D four. <laughs> oh. He's using uh, the bonuses. I thought that was a one. Oh I got twelve. <laughs> so. Yeah, losing, losing my friend, and fifteen. Um, what's up, the world? Yeah, one way of showing that was when. Navena, you are like, yep. <laughs> right. Sounds sounds like Elvin. Like this. Uh, those who rolled high, this is like the most honest you've ever felt he's been. You felt like real sincerity in what you said. I'll follow in the same footsteps and scream So as you begin to walk towards the edge of the platform, you hear that same whirling sound as he did. And if you walk off, is that what you're doing? You are enveloped by a black, swirling tornado, and you disappear. I really hope they're not dying. You see what I'm that talking about? Good. It doesn't look good. I mean, is that, is that good? Did he die? Uh, <laughs> made it with death. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll go up next. Uh, well, I'm not with the others. I do fear death. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. But I also fear that I've been letting those that I love down, and I've been trying so hard to find ways to protect those that I love that I've kind of forgotten who I've become across the way. 
Are we hearing this? I mean, you, hear, you hear what he says, yeah. Um, eight, uh, 18. That's all I had to say, and uh, I will, I'll walk, I'll walk forward the same as the others did. As you approach the edge of the balcony, you hear the same sound of wind. Do you walk off? Yeah. Black tornado comes from the top of the ceiling and disappears. That'd be really funny. TPK. Screws let y'all Finally have So next week, guys, you're gonna want to bring some new characters. Um, we're gonna be starting a new campaign in a new setting. I got this character. I was thinking Waterdeep might be fun to go back That's to. So cool. uh, Jizz Nut, how do you guys feel about it? We'll bring back Cratch and Gus. Yes, it's a good time. Lictus is coming back. All right. Oh, man, the same character. Oh, and Abraham. Oh, man. Oh, he's so good. Wrestling Abraham. Wrestling Abraham. Heck yes. Waterdeep champion. So, is anyone else from the party going to appease the spirit or attempt to appease the spirit? You, you think you're. Appeasing the spirit. You're not sure. Your friends could be dead for all you know. Davina is hesitating. She doesn't want to go before Rocky. <laughs> well, of course he Well, he's over there just like walking back and forth. Like... Come on, Rocky. Join the TPK. What? What? Whoa, 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 whoa. I'd say. <laughs> You're cold, so. Start playing. <laughs> Bring our arms wide open. <laughs> Don't you hear what I miss? He fell in. He fell in. And what is it? Then the tornado grabs. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, uh, I'm going to tell you, I don't like this. Uh, I don't know if it's fear, though. I mean, heights, you know. Tornadoes? Yeah, those are scary. What do I really fear? I fear that I can't protect my family anymore. One of them already died. I fear that we're going to fail this task and then the family's going to go to hell. Uh, I fear my father. I fear what I'm doing right now, maybe saving Ravnica, but being absent from my family. Is that helping? Is that hurting? I don't know. I fear Skriznit's flask. It is absolutely <laughs> disgusting. Do you know, you know, fungus? Let me back. Mushrooms are a fungus, right? Now, I know you can make some medications out of fungus, like the, um, I know that I, I it's on my allergy list because I don't want it. I, like, I feel like the fungus should just come out and sue him before you finish, like, gosh. <laughs> Uh, dirty dishes. <laughs> In fact, I got this thing at clean. Um, kill the spirits. Do that. Staring at him and inside checking him. Yeah. Uh, those those are a lot of the things that that I fear. And like, this is gonna seem a little weird, but like L shaped rings. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's just, and it, I don't know. I like why just not make it just longer. <laughs> Terrifying. Every room you guys go in is gonna be L shaped now. <laughs> Every room. Oh, going from There's one L to another L to another L. It's gonna be the best. And then at, at the root of it all, I fear doors that come to life. <laughs> that is true. They hurt. Okay. It all comes back to episode one. <laughs> yep. Yep. You guys then, have been through a lot. <laughs> and I'll, I'll kind of like turn around and go kind of like this and just kind of <laughs> fall back. Um, you don't even have time to hear the swirling tornado <laughs> as you just fall and immediately it just swoops down and you you disappear. So you are all alone left in the chamber of the opposite. Well, first I'm going to face palm because of everything I just heard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I really mean about the L shape. <laughs> it's weird. That's the biggest one. <laughs> then he drops back out. <laughs> <laughs> it takes him higher to drop him. <laughs> I thought Elvin was the chatty one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you see the dead guys. If I could die again, <laughs> only I could die again. So I glance back at where we came from, almost like I'm about to leave. Take a deep breath. Touch the doll I have on my shoulder. Then I'm going to walk up to it, and I'm going to say, I fear letting them down and letting something happen to them. And I fear dying and being unable to help them. And then I step in. You hear the swirls of wind above you. And as you take a step off, the tornado comes from the ceiling, and you are whisked away as well. You all seem to appear at the same time into a uh, what looks to be a room made entirely of gold. <laughs> there are piles of coins, gems, art, sculptures. This room seems to go on well, further than any of you can see. In the middle of all of this, you see a small chair. The chair is made out of wood. It's very simple. And there's a small child sitting in the chair. What's the child look like? The child seems to be um, very pale, has sandy blonde hair. Uh, it kind of comes down a little bit past the ears, not quite bowl. It's all the same length, um, but the front is sort of like pulled back kind of in like a little bit of a half ponytail almost, um, while the sides sort of droop down. Um, he's wearing very simple clothes. He does not look like he comes from money, even though he's surrounded by wealth. The boy looks to be about nine or ten years old. He just has a perpetual look of sad. Hey there, little feller. How y'all doing? He uh, he turns and looks at you. 
and you can see he's got kind of like dirt on his face and um his knees look like they, they've been scuffed up and like he's been crawling around or outside playing or something you have a lot of fears yep how do you feel about I zoned out a little bit. <laughs> Especially I'm just telling you. Those L-shaped rooms. Think about it. That makes Chris like, what? Yeah, I know. No, You're out of that? She's the only one that heard it out of us. I fear a lot too, even though I'm not. Well, uh, I thought the guys down there were saying that uh, y'all are not living and have no fear, so... Oh, I'm very different from them. How's that? It's hard to explain. But I'm the spirit that haunts this building. What happened to you? I'm not sure. I remember being alive. Happy, hanging out with my friends. And then darkness. I could hear a lot going on around me. And I felt cold. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't breathe. And now here I am. Well, I have a theory. Have you heard of fungus? <laughs> it's everywhere. I can't leave. The magic in this place does not allow me to leave. Well, uh... On my own. My friend Liz there has something that the magic does fear. Huh? Oh. The, the radiant of oh, that. What? Um, you don't mind me interjecting. Uh, what do you mean you can't leave by yourself? The magic binds me here. The shadows keep me here. I am the shadows, and the shadows are me. I hear all they hear and see all they see. I know things about people, things I shouldn't know, couldn't know. It's like their minds are books that I can peer into. And all I want to do is turn to scary places in their head. And that's how the vault stays protected. <clears throat> what if we helped you leave? I'm not even sure if that's possible. Well, However, I was told those that make it this far are allowed to take one thing from here. Well, I would choose your thing. I think we should take him. I love like right. the chair. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's a solid chair. And I walk up to him. I'm like, "You need no collar in your cheeks. Would you like a drink?" And while I'm doing this, I, in my other hand, I bring out the little fairy trinket that I had used for um, poison spray. Basically, disconnected the. Poison spray part now, it's just a trinket of the little fairy that can fly, and I, I hand it to him. He reaches out his hand and he looks at it almost like he's trying to remember what to do with it. And then I want to 
I put the flask away and I reach out my other hand with its open hand. Come with us. That's what you choose. We can always make money. All of these priceless riches. Yeah, we might come back from later. <laughs> As you touch his hand, you feel warmth flood you. And you are all teleported out immediately, outside, back into the chamber of the Obstadoc. Is the kid with us? Mm -hmm. Is the chair with us? <laughs> That's the important part. Uh, you should handshake the chair, too. And grab the books. I'll get that next time we're in here. You have chosen. You may take the energy of our ley line. Cool. Does the kid get to leave, though? Guess we'll find out next week. Or that they actually have a character? That's the end. And with that, we will wrap up next week with uh, Inside the Chamber of the Obsidot. Yeah. Hope everybody had a really good time in the Scooby-Doo Haunted Bank. <laughs> and uh, we will be back next week doing more adventures in Ravnica, wrapping up this uh, this maze campaign. There's going to be some interesting stuff. No more challenges. You guys have completed most of those, but uh, I do have some other surprises in store that I thought we might get to, but we did not. Hey. I mean, now, now we got to pull the mask off the kid, see who he really is. <laughs> it's old man Withers. Exactly. <laughs> and with that, we will be back next week. Uh, everybody have a good night. See ya. Dude.